Welcome to the show, everybody. We are your host, the Proud Boys. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Too topical. Canceled. Too topical. <laughs> oh. Um, no, that is a joke, um, obviously. Uh, we are Chase and Miles, and we are at the Lucky Duck. Woo. Miles, please tell the good people. Who do we have on today? All right. Thanks, Chase. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get started. Uh, did I mention we're drinking some bourbon today? Ooh, which which kind of bourbon? Four roses. Wait, Four wait, wait, hold on. I think roses. we should introduce our guest first. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Today's guest comes from Disney World. We've known him since high school. Like our last guest, you may recognize him from the media, where he was featured a number of times on live television during his tenure as a UCF Marching Knights drum major. He's now a music teacher. Our tallest friend, this is Scott. Hi, guys. Hey, Scott. (laughs) I'm your tallest friend. (laughs) Oh, he's blushing. You You can tell. Mine? Maybe not, Jay's. I don't know. I don't know. Cheers, pretty tall. Let's let's, let's get this episode a good good start off. We'll Good bourbon, little bourbon cheers. Here we that go. Clink. Mm. We should have done it in front of the mic. Give a give a nice smell. Mm. All these notes. Smell some caramel. What are you getting notes of? Notes There's of some your, easy ones. You can just say nuts. like caramel. That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Butterscotch. Mm-hmm. That's another one that you always see for bourbon. Um, I don't know, <clears throat> spicy. Yeah. There's a, a little spice. spice. Yeah. yeah. This one is not as spicy though. I no, I have a four rivers. Eagle Rare. Yeah. Um, that's done by like. The parent company of Buffalo Trace, and that one's pretty spicy. Beautiful and sweet. Sweet, sweet. That's nectar. our Four Roses. We're a fan. You should be too. Also, if you go to fourroses.com and put in the promo code at the Lucky Duck, you can save 20%. Or four you roses. won't. <laughs> oh, you definitely won't. But Four Roses, get at these boys. <laughs> get after them. Please give us money. Lock them up while you can. Have you guys used honey yet? <laughs> Are we just going to go down Let me the, tell the you, line of like, I shave the... my balls with Manscaped. <laughs> How's that working out? Roman. So good. What? Um, <laughs> of course you. Yeah. Sorry, Miles. So, Scott, yes, tell ma'am. us, who, who, why are you the way that you are? <sighs> my mom's been trying to figure that out. No, yeah. no. Uh, the intervention flag comes down behind us. Oh, my no. God. That'd be the greatest twist it ever. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. I was it's not a so... podcast. It's an intervention. Yeah, podcast. you literally just set up a whole podcast studio and many episodes of a podcast <laughs> ahead of mine. Just to the get me here for an intervention. Yeah, yeah. and it's also what about are you your intervening alcoholism? about? My alcoholism, <laughs> really? My alcoholism? My my two to Cheers. maybe three drinks a week. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing right now? Yeah. What, what is this? A Guinness I'm over here? Vacation. Half empty? I'm on vacation. You, you double fisting over here? Give me a fucking break. <laughs> That's the best excuse ever for drinking. Yeah, whatever. I'm on vacation. True. Everything in I moderation. Like That's the I saying, right? Everything in I moderation. Say, I say it when I'm not on vacation. I'm on vacation, so shut up. <laughs> you just say that when you're not on vacation. <laughs> yeah, when when people complain about my drinking. Oh, okay. People, uh, do I people mean, complain about your drinking? No. Every time I, I, I drink, every time I come over here, like it'll be a Thursday, and Chase is like, "This is his quote." It's like, "I don't usually drink during the week, but since you're here, we should have a beer, you're a, right?" You're a bad influence. But Chase, I came here yesterday <laughs> yeah. and the day before, and I was with you all last weekend. And he the says weekend, it. Okay. He says it every time. No, I, I think I think what what happens is um, y'all are bad influence on me. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, it's us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 
my drinking did go up like before like before i moved here mm. no after that's I because uh colorado has such a yeah. great uh brewery scene i will say yeah i would drink a lot more beer if i lived in colorado yeah. but i would also <laughs> do a lot more hiking so i feel like that it balances out yeah, yeah. There's it makes a, sense that there's such a coexistence of beer. Yeah, there's and a big, yeah. big following for both. A beer after a good hike is amazing. Yeah, or during or before. I like Michelob Ultra Depends. capitalized on that idea. They yeah. were like, is a commercial of a bunch of hikers going on the hike and mm. they're all sweaty and they get to the end and they just pop open a Michelob Ultra. I'm like, that's what I do when I get to the top of the of the mountain. Yeah, yeah pull true. out my Mick Ultras. To pull out my my lukewarm Camelback <laughs> Mick Ultra. <laughs> Only because I didn't. They didn't have Keystone Light when I was at. The, <laughs> that's true. When I was at the and I ran out of Baja Blast. Oh yeah. I always, I always oh, joke about putting back. Baja Blast in my Camelback. Really? Yeah, I'm going on hikes. Isn't you that should the best. Do it, do it just one time, just so somebody can taste it and be like, throw up. Oh my god, it's actually Baja Blast, yeah. and it's all flat because we were hiking. <laughs> yeah, that's just and it's warm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Miles, have warm. you heard of the Dugarita? Oh, I was just talking to Chase about this this morning. Dugarita. This is a real thing. Oh yes. Yeah. Olive the Garden? Dugarita. No, no Red Lobster? Red Lobster. Yeah, Red Lobster. Yes. That's They've right. got a margarita <laughs> based on Mountain Dew. Oh, my God. So, like, yeah, we, we're pretty sure it has, like, what does it have? It, like, Midori? Yeah, Mountain I saw Dew. a video where they, like, reverse engineered yeah, the, the recipe. What's the main alcohol in it, though? Tequila. Because okay, it's margarita. Tequila. Oh, oh, yeah, duh. It was funny because he, he was using, like, some, like, specialty <clears throat> tequila, something really nice. Mm-hmm. And he was like... Yeah, they're probably not using this this tequila. And then he's like, what? he like realizes what he just said. And he's like, they're definitely not using this tequila. <laughs> they're using something. Using something. They're far. doing a, a really cheap well. Yeah, tequila for yeah. sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe some Jose if they're lucky. They, yeah. Uh, so Mountain Dew tweeted, and they said, "We're ready to shake things up with our new buds at at Red Lobster." By the way, still dreaming about our last Cheddar Bay biscuit. You know, and then it's this yeah. picture. Of a disgusting yep. looking drink. It looks like alien piss. It's yeah, so yeah. green. Like, it, yeah, it's like also, radiation. It looks look like radioactive. That, look at that lime slice. Hold on. That's what's bothering me. I, I feel like I feel like Will Smith in Men in Black where he shoots a little girl with all the books because I noticed something weird that you're not really supposed to see, you know? <laughs> yeah. But the lime is like barely holding on. It's super awkward. Well, yeah, first that's off, not how you put a lime on there. First off, that is photoshopped to hell. Oh, for sure. The proportions are way off. There's no yeah. way. So that drink is about that, that big around mm-hmm. at best there's no way they have a lime that's that small that they sliced up and you can tell it just Dude, there's, looks too there's, good the lime is over here yeah obviously well yeah the, also, the lime in the background like <laughs> 10 feet away is the yeah. same size as a slice on the fucking drink exactly. right right yeah i mean it looks like they Garita. cut a little sliver into it and then mm. somehow perfectly stuck it on there it's funny too the uh the guy who i was watching you notice it has a red sugar uh Rim, because yeah. obviously salt wouldn't really work Is on that a soda. Dorito yeah, powder, salty Mountain Dew. No, God, that would be a neckbeard's fantasy, though, eh? <laughs> um, no, it's it's just regular like red uh, cake or cookie decorating sugar. You know, oh, like confectioners' gross. specialty no, red sugar. Yeah, it doesn't it's, really matter. Yeah, it's just crusty. Actually, though, I do. I like a margarita with sugar. I don't like a margarita with salt. Mm. Oh, really? It's I prefer thing. spicy oh, margaritas. Yeah. So yeah. this really? weekend we went to Bones in Cresta Butte. I don't know. I think it's famous there, but they did a, I think it's called the Scorpion or something like that. And it was mm. a habanero one. And it was probably the Ooh. spiciest one that I've ever had. And it was amazing. Like I hate tequila and I don't really like margaritas in general, but I couldn't even taste the tequila. Really? It still well, tastes like strong, but yeah, the, the, the point of a margarita is that it's not supposed to be like, super tequila-y mm-hmm. 
like you add the 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 lime and the salt is really supposed to take over yeah, it cuts the flavor. Out. Yeah. Yeah, and and like every recipe also calls for like <clears throat> either like a contro. Contro is what I use cuz it's kind of like too. orangey, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's expensive. It is, dude. It's it's, it's hell expensive. ridiculously expensive. I was I surprised. Was, I was yeah. at the liquor store and for like not a 7 50 mil bottle, but yeah, like I have one behind the bar, right? That one right there. Or I guess you Uh, can is it to the left? Yeah, I can't see it. Regardless, it's a small one. What is Contra? Contra is like it's just like an. I think it's orange. It's an orange. It's like triple sec. Yeah, basically, you can make a margarita with triple sec too. Oh, so you put that in a margarita? Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. it's. I think it's all equal parts: lime juice, tequila, Contra, and what's the other? You could do simple syrup sometimes. People will do that. Yeah, Um, but you you shouldn't need it really. I think that's it. Yeah, it's like triple sec or or Contra. Or no, you do uh, two. You do two of tequila to one lime and Contra. That's what it is. Yeah. Make sure you get all boozed up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, I drink a like lot it. of margaritas over the summer. Yeah. yeah. I live in Florida, so you we get good You made me one when I came, at, came down, and you, were, you, you seemed... Uh, Whipped up some margs. Yeah, you were a professional bartender. Nice. <clears throat> you popping out some limes. You know, we got to show up. out when friends come to town. I was yeah. like, no, oh. I mean, it's nice. It was you good. Know? It was good margarita. It's like anything else. Like, why do we make nice food? Why do we make nice drinks? Why do we, like... Why do we do anything that's nice? It's because like life is suffering. The Buddhists had it right, you know. Yeah. Life life is kind of fucking hard sometimes. Making so most of it by making ribs and margaritas yeah. and, and doing all of it as well as you can. You know, those are some of the only real comforts of life. So we did. We had to subst- on the ribs that we made the same day. We had to substitute uh, apple juice because if you smoke ribs, it's a it's a very key ingredient that you use apple juice or some kind of sweet. Apple well, you really just need a liquor. Uh, liquor, excuse me, liquid. <clears throat> something liquid that you can put in a container with the ribs. Like you make like a foil pack and you mm-hmm. seal it real tight so that the whatever liquid is in there turns to steam and yep. makes the meat moist. Yeah. Keeps mm-hmm. the meat moist, I yeah. sh- you should say. Um, yeah, and I should have made it with apple juice. That's what the recipe calls for is a, like a quarter cup of apple juice. But I didn't have any apple juice and I wanted to make ribs and I just forgot to buy it. But I did have Coors Light. Mm-hmm. And no, so we used Coors Light, and I swear to God, it was you could kind of tell. You could tell there was like a beer flavor there, but it didn't ruin it. It wasn't bad at all. Wow. Yeah. He took a shot of the uh, gross, like, under oh, jelly I forgot about it. I think I saw a video about that. You, we unwrapped the ribs from being in the smoker from tin, in the tinfoil. <laughs> so and there's the ribs, and then you have just, like, everything that falls off the ribs and all the juices and the congealed okay, fat yeah. and stuff. Okay, so it's mostly water. <laughs> Let's be clear about that. It's mostly water. But also, yes, rendered fat that was yeah. hot enough to stay liquid uh-huh. and uh, apple looked, juice. It looked like something that happens after I eat a lot of Indian food but and there is a but here mm-hmm. what happened after that chase i said it was actually pretty good yeah you did I, and so then I, I got chased to take a shot of it too I, and it was actually it. not terrible was it I, t- I took a sip i didn't take a shot okay yeah, it tasted like liquid barbecue yeah ribs yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. Guys are gross. it was like a little surprise sweet, surprise salty obviously mm. porky yeah it tasted like yeah like drinking the consistency yeah. was gross though yeah if you could yeah. if if you could drink ribs <laughs> that's <laughs> nobody wants to do that. wouldn't want to no obviously nobody wants yeah. to because nobody sells that yeah. but i wasn't trying to sell it yeah i just tried it not yet i stopped eating uh, ribs after the morgue oh, after the morgue yeah he used to so he interned at the morgue oh right in our hometown and yeah you probably saw a lot of stuff that turned you off some, of mm, some nasty ribs <laughs> yeah, i bet yeah, yeah uncooked 
Oh. I <laughs> fucking hope so. Did you shoot the juice? Lahaim. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Let's go. Had to touch him. Hear him crack. <laughs> oh and then go God. home and eat How eat long something? did you intern at the morgue for? And why? I don't know. Oh, because I wanted to be a doctor, and yeah. it was just a good in as for experience. You know, I learn that. about... I mean, like, how many people can say they've seen, like, the inside of a recently dead body it's true like a lot of people see cadavers and stuff in you know in class and lab Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but to see that and a lot of like weird messed up shit or like if someone was shot or whatever yeah so it was a really good experience to learn to see a lot of stuff yeah uh, stuff so i wanted to do that and then i think it was like maybe a year not like going all the time Mm -hmm. but every so often whenever there was like a death that was interesting. So you would get to go with like the medical medical examiner that went to go pick up the body. Or? So no, I didn't go to the scene ever. Okay. It was always just like they would call me. They're like, "Hey, we got a body." Uh, <laughs> sounds really weird. It does. Hey, we got a body, bro. <laughs> Head down, We're bro. Gonna check this yeah. shit out, bro. We got a fresh one. Yeah, yeah. still warm. <laughs> yeah, slide through. Oh my god. And uh, yeah, and then I would go. I'd go in and help them. Some like usually it was mostly for learning. Mm. But sometimes I'd help, like, hold, of like, you know, the skin flap or... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which skin flap? Yeah. yeah. The, um, Any of them? This one. <laughs> a, B, or C. Mm. Um, yeah, but some nasty shit. There's some nasty stuff that happens. Yeah. yeah. What was the grossest or m- most morbid body came, that came through that you can recall? The Yeah, the worst one was, I think it was um, a, some body parts that came from Miami. I think it was a gang-related thing where Whoa. they chopped this guy up and put him his uh, like legs and arms and stuff in some Tupperware, mm. and then threw it like in some lakes out in, my, in somewhere in Miami. Jesus. And then they had gotten them and they were decomposed just enough where they had to uh, like boil all of the uh, skin and muscle and stuff off of the bones so mm-hmm. that they could review the cuts and see what kind of uh, saw like actually cut the bone, and then wow. they could see like who bought that saw recently and right. stuff like that. And that was disgusting because yeah. like a leg that's decomposed, for instance, looks like mud, right? Like the, all the skin and flesh, it just looks like mud and it's disgusting. But it's there and you have to get it off. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So you can't like, just like, like when you're eating barbecue and it's like almost off the bone, you just like, <laughs> that's kind of like what it was. So, yeah. It so they took uh like little uh, knives and they sure. like would <sighs> slice all the meat off. Right, Ooh. and it was like pretty nasty, gushy, and then the they would say. take the take it and then boil it. How, did that you wear nose plugs and, or anything, um, or were you like going in hardcore? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. nose plugs. Like you always had a mask and yeah. like a, either a face shield or goggles on. Um, because but it all it smelled fucking horrible. Yeah, and God forbid any of it like splashes on your face. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, just set myself on, on fire. <laughs> do some people? Yeah. I heard some people will sniff ammonia or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's different help, things you like, can do. Break the smell. Yeah, up or... it was always like if you hadn't eaten before. Um, you could like start feeling kind of nauseous yeah. and nasty and just go take a break. But uh, for the most part, it wasn't too bad. I mm. mean, most of the bodies get preserved. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they die, they'll stick them in the freezer. Yeah. So it's not horrible, but it still has like that nasty, like, you know, when you go into a hospital or like a dentist and there's always like that smell, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. kind of like that, but like dead body. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> like uh, formaldehyde. Is that what they use? Right. Um, 
Is that a... Uh, they use that. I don't know if they use that on the bodies. That's like what they use when you... Preserving for caskets yeah, and yeah, stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Or like lab rats and yeah. shit. Yeah, when you see like in horror movies, when you see stuff preserved in jars. Oh, yeah. You know, you yeah. see like the yeah. dead baby in the jar. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my science teacher had a dead baby in a jar. What? In our classroom. What? In high school. Yeah. Wait, which one? Um, we went to high school together. I, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, fuck. Uh, he's like, okay, now, now you fact check me. You don't, have to, you don't have to name um, them. We don't want I to dox anybody. I don't, I don't remember her name. It was a female. Which one? Which, which like, which science teacher? Anatomy. Like, it was anatomy. I didn't have an was anatomy. Was it like, was it her baby? <laughs> okay, I hope not. Yeah. That's Dude, even weird. What was it for? Uh, she just had, she had a bunch of different, like, specimens and, and things that were uh, preserved in formaldehyde. And mm-hmm. she kept it in, like, a locked cabinet. And she once took out a, a baby a, like an unborn baby it was like a i guess like a, a fetus that was pretty long far along. i should i should find one so that i can pull that out because in <laughs> oh. my line of teaching <laughs> yeah. it well, wouldn't make any sense no it wouldn't it, that'd be super random that'd be like a good like trump card you know like, <laughs> yeah. like if anything is happening in the room i can just immediately dispel guess it what? by pulling out my baby exactly. in the jar. Hey, baby. <laughs> guess where i got this baby kids yeah i feel like that has to be illegal, right? Like, can you just have a baby know. in a jar? I think it's kind of a sketchy thing to have nowadays. Maybe yeah. you have to have like paperwork for it. You mm-hmm. got it's like having a gun. You got to get it registered. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure if that would fly nowadays. Yeah. Maybe she did have paperwork. Right. I just got somebody fired, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Everybody's checking the cabinets. <laughs> now only three people listen to this. One. No. Yeah. By the um, time this one comes out. By the time this one comes it's out, it's going to be a since, well, if, they, if we do a little bit of marketing to say that you're coming on, mm. mm-hmm. maybe. That no, you know work. what? You should get the you. Sh- who, you know who you need to get on this podcast? Ooh. The girl that just got out of call her daddy. The girl oh. that dipped, the girl that caused all the drama, the one that's not around Ooh. anymore. You know that podcast? The podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, I, it was. I've never listened to it, but I know of it. Yeah. Uh, you're not wasting any time <laughs> of your fucking life. I know it's very all. popular. Yeah. Yeah, it's popular. Again, what it, remember what I said about like the average person? Yeah. And how dumb that means 50% of all people are? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, there's a market for everybody. Anyways. Hey, there's a market for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah, dumb right. people. Seriously. Cheers. Uh, uh, yeah. So mm. let's let's get into nice little segue, or I guess we could talk about um, what do we want to talk about first? Maybe um, what? What are your burning desires? Um, I mean, questions. Oh, uh, I was thinking. Um, so first, uh, I was thinking we could uh, talk about like size, size of, yeah. um, of your feet. Stop me! Stop me when! <laughs> stop me when! Keep going! Oh my god! Keep going! Oh my god! Yep. Oh, Ron, shit. Ron Jeremy who? No. At a certain no. point it becomes at a certain point like after about here you're like I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm really? Oh, what? How dude, how do you fly with that? No. Uh, no. Roll, roll it up. No, I, it's it's actually funny like like I had a <laughs> I, I still don't know whether this is a compliment or not. I I genuinely don't understand if it's a compliment. Uh I remember I, well, I don't remember. I was told that one time at a party I like burst into my bathroom. It was at our house, and I walk into the bathroom, and my buddy and his girlfriend were in there. Oh! And I was just like drunk, and I was like, "Hey, I gotta pee," and they're like, "Okay," and I was oh. like, "Okay." I mean, like you know, I'm tall, so like I gravity's rough on my knees, and I'll use every chance I get to sit. So like I am, I'm a proud sit peer. Oh, me too. You are. It's so I much am, more yeah. comfortable, <sighs> brother. Hold me, dude. Yeah. Oh, you're you're, you're not, alone. not alone. You're like, not alone. <laughs> I'm peeing right now. <laughs> just because you're sitting. Wait a minute. I think we have different prerogatives oh. here. Wait. You I just on mean, the toilet? Yeah, I'm only oh, on the toilet. Okay. Well, 
Okay. Oh, you, you don't sit down. <laughs> Thanks, the Miles. No, no, no. So yeah, so I just like <clears throat> drop trowel and sit down on the toilet. Yeah. And uh, and I was just in there like literally minding my own business. Apparently, like it, mm. Mike and Sarah. That's not revealing enough to mm-hmm. offend either of them. Mm-hmm. They'd be happy to recount this story. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, Sarah was like like doing something like fixing her makeup or I don't know whatever what the fuck do girls, girls do, in the do yeah, yeah powder their so powdering her nose yeah there yeah. you go she was powdering her nose and uh and I was like just sitting on the toilet minding my own business like completely unaware or uninterested in the fact that they were there and Mike was like I'm going to turn around <laughs> and Sarah's like what and he was like I'm going to do it <laughs> I guess, he was probably drunk too and he like turns around and apparently he looks and his response to Sarah was it's about what you'd expect. <laughs> and I, so I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard. It could have looked unflattering, and expect. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I Men guess their penises depends are what so... he thinks about you. I think. Yeah. I think Scott thinks about this every single day when he wakes up. <laughs> it's a first thought. Yeah, he's like, yeah. it's about what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. No more, no less. Yeah, yo, and I was proud of what you found. <laughs> so I was coming home today. Yeah, and. Uh, we we talked about this like a couple of podcasts ago. We talked about uh, this like Trump scene, Trump rally ish kind of oh, thing yeah, we saw yeah. on the highway. I was coming home today and uh, like like kind of in the same area where they were. So last time they were on the highway, but um, over by like Highlands, there were a bunch of people out there um, like just doing their thing. Like it wasn't as many cars. There were a couple cars, but it was mostly just people waving flags, doing whatever, <clears> you <throat> know, just, like doing their thing. And uh, I was like, damn. Like this, they must do this every weekend because they were just there last weekend, the weekend before, mm-hmm. and uh, we had just gotten Smoothie King, and I was like, oh, I should throw my smoothie out at one of them. But then I was like, then I wouldn't have a smoothie. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> we should bring that back. Yeah. You remember how big Thanks Obama yeah. was? Thanks Obama. We need. I still we, say that. We need to bring that back. Yeah. You know, else we need we need to make fun of all of our politicians. You, Why aren't we making fun of? Oh, everybody? we do. The thing we is, do. well. Well, we as a country are yeah, not as much, okay. I yeah, think. Right. The we you, is you have you to, and I are, you have to say yeah. something that Trump did, and then you say, thanks, Obama. Yeah. Oh, there you, you know go. Yeah. 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 Thanks, yeah. Thanks for building a wall that you actually didn't build. <laughs> yeah, thanks, I know, right? Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. The, tr- the wall thing is so silly, too. Like, yeah. like y- you remember talking to people like and, and hearing them talk about build the wall? And like if with any common sense, you look at that statement, you look at that ideal, and you go, oh, that's not happening. Like anybody with half a mind went, oh, we're not, yeah, we're not actually going to spend billions of dollars building a wall with Mexico, yeah, because no. Mexico's Mexico going to pay for it, yeah, yeah. obviously. No, no, no. Yeah. Trump just is an off the cuff guy. It's like you, it's like your impression. Like he just mm-hmm. rambles, and yeah. then every now and then he realizes he gauges the re, the audience reaction very well. Yeah, he goes, oh, that worked. I'm going to linger on this for a bit. Yeah, and he, I'm going to expand upon it. So he yeah. said something about he probably just one time at a rally, but it was uh, you could probably find genesis of the wall thing. He was like, you know, probably on his speed in his brain, his inner monologue was like, "All right, let's get the people ramped up. Let's get them going. Let's get these, let's get these kids going. Yeah, we're gonna build a wall with Mexico. Yeah. They were, yeah. And so it just escalated from there. Yeah, like, true. There's a formula to how he like talks and his conversation carries on. You know, it's like he'll say something and then say it slowly right after he makes mm-hmm. a point be for like, emphasis. I think we need, in order to, to you know, care about the Mexicans coming in. We need to make a wall 
make a wall <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd goes oh yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm oh, vindicated make a wall thing's a good idea yeah. get, get, get those hondurans and cubans back to mexico exactly. yeah. Yeah. doesn't know the difference you guys are insulated i'll tell you what i mean there's a mexican population in colorado i know that that's mm-hmm. where all the food comes from but like yeah. you guys are insulated here it's so funny how like where you are in the world dictates the type of person that's around you yeah, mm. you know, like Florida is a completely different makeup of people than there's so you guys many have. different types of people in Florida. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we know we grew, we we grew up in the same place. Yeah, so there's, like, there's your old old person from New York or the Northeast in general. Yeah. And then yeah. you have um, you know your uh, um, Florida man who is uh, born and raised. Well, I was born in Virginia, <laughs> so but you a, call yourself a Florida man. I'm a Florida man. Do you follow Florida man on on Reddit? Hell yeah, dude! I I, I have a Florida man T-shirt. Is nice. one is one of your uh, two Florida goals, man T-shirts? I'm sorry. Are one of your goals uh, to become like full on Florida man? Listen, I already have the pedigree. I have a resume of yeah. being a Florida man. Did you know that when I was in middle school, I caught an alligator? Like. Using a piece of chicken and nice. rope. No, you didn't. I swear to God, I was at. Uh, <laughs> I you got to find my Boy Scout troop. <laughs> oh, you got to find no. the guys who are my Boy Scout wow, troop. Wow, Boy me. Scout troops, oh. right? Wait, Ouch. hold on. Yeah, yeah actually, we just opened up a whole. How'd yeah, that that's a whole other can of worms. Uh, Boy Scouts touched? is weird now. Are you? Did you get touched? Yeah, did you get touched? No, is that how, is no, that why no. You're so okay, weird? I had the most. I had a very. I, I the kind of experience I had in Boy Scouts was what I think Boy Scouts was really trying to get kids to have. I didn't have a weird experience. I had mm-hmm. scoutmasters. My dad was actively involved. My dad was there at all times. Nothing weird ever happened. Like the weird mm-hmm. shit that happened was stuff that we did to each other yeah. that the parents weren't even aware of. But Ooh. you know, you, but but nothing bad. Like nothing scary. Nothing weird. Like it was just like dumb boys. Yeah. doing dumb boy stuff yeah like, that's really all it was essential yeah nobody got hurt yeah stuff. but Not do you ever feel like there was something wrong with you because you didn't get touched you know like they didn't i did want... feel a little less love for yeah. a long time what's yeah. wrong with me yeah why wasn't i chosen played into my daddy issues real well <laughs> am i not right. pretty enough <laughs> Maybe we should is my butt else? not big enough how many the... did, how dark. many badges did you earn i don't know man a I lot want you to recall but... all single two what you only get two badges yeah no. <laughs> no no i mean there's badges for all sorts of stuff and you yeah. can get like getting touched some of them <laughs> no sorry. sorry how many times do i have to tell oh, you my god i know you're jealous but we didn't that. touch each other no i mean you can get merit badges and all sorts of stuff uh, boy, yeah. boy scouts was boy scouts was great look i learned mm-hmm. how to handle a knife properly and i learned yeah. how to shoot a gun properly and i know how to make a shelter if i am god forbid in some situation where I, i'm like in a tough spot like i know how to get warm i know how to make a fire fire, yeah Yeah. Yeah, i know like how to tie knots just as like a a competent human you know like now that we're adults and like Mm -hmm. you know we bought houses like miles you'll know as soon as you buy a house like i'm sure you've seen it from him plenty but like as soon as you buy a house you just all of a sudden are always doing shit you're always doing projects you know if um the guys that um put those body parts in the tupperware went to boy scouts they would have learned that plastic fucking fucking floats yeah fucking idiots <laughs> yeah maybe they would never gotten caught and never True. Had to or if you just watch youtube enough i feel like i've come across like the ways to like get rid of a body well the thing is i think when you FBI. are <laughs> in <laughs> door. in a uh a drug gang you probably mm. don't really give a shit no right well, yeah, it's probably it's more also, of a statement. You were like, well, "Yeah, we fucking cut up this guy." Yeah, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Tupperware stock 
just took no, a dip. No, no. Yeah, it did. No, yeah. You got to yeah. feed them to pigs. <laughs> you got to find somebody with pigs because exactly. pigs eat anything. Yeah. Ooh. If you want to get rid of a dead body, not. I, I'm not the source of this information, Internet. I learned this. Yeah. I'm just repeating YouTube's stuff. YouTube's like, that, hold on. <laughs> you might be violating. My FBI yeah, agent yeah, just yeah. perked up. <laughs> the FBI agent that's listening to my cell phone at all times. Yeah. My guy at NSA. In the camera. Yeah, He's like, guy. Yeah. My guy. My guy. <laughs> my, my rep. <laughs> There's so many of those memes like, like of like people talking about like like weird messed up stuff, and then like the reaction of the FBI agent like, oh god, not again. Yeah. Like dudes who are into feet getting their phones tapped, mm-hmm. you know, listening to them like these sad lonely guys talk to mistresses on the phone. Is that still Ooh. a thing? Can you still do that? Yeah, you can. Know. And uh, yeah, you can. Um, How do you know? I I, I, so I remember confident. seeing the commercials on TV. Like, like yeah. if you watch late at night, yeah, yeah, there would always be MTV. That. Yeah, late night MTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that you have can girls. That's yeah, exactly thing, right. Yeah, so and it's instead of calling, you can actually see them and talk to them. Yeah, and there's, I don't know what you're still doing on the goddamn phone. Well, some people, it's like nostalgia. You know, like you Maybe. don't you don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. You just want to hear about it. Ooh, Ooh, it makes well, the imagination thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's runs. a whole. Yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. yeah there's something to be said. Like Scott has some uh, experience in yeah. some of this. Bro, uh, do we, we all did, have imagination? You are you? Are am you, I? Am I what guy that I talked to? Wait, you should like <laughs> should we do cam girl research? Sure. On what? <laughs> I mean, we're talking a, about it, so like I figured I should look it uh, up. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, Miles, you were very vague with that question. I was like, are, do you just want to watch porn together? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Miles, no. Miles doesn't actually want to research anything. He just wanted to pull up some cam girls. Ah, uh, I see. You want to show off like who you who you pay every month? Yeah. So speaking of cam girls, um, you teach a Uh-oh. band. Little <laughs> kids. <laughs> What an intro! Well, it's turn. kind of the same thing now because yeah. you're doing a little bit of virtual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. You know what? I thought you were an idiot when you started talking, and I didn't. I didn't foresee that you could actually have yeah. a really good joke in there. That was good. Wow. I was Cheers. about to resign. Cheers to that. Did I, uh, <laughs> that was good. Some respect. Um, the little that I have. Yeah, I spend seven and a half hours a day on camera. Really? Wow. Oh, I you, do. You're not doing any in class? No, I do. That's just not the only thing I do. Because, so my county, my district, um, offers face-to-face instruction Mm -hmm. if you would like to go back. I teach in a pretty conservative area. You know, Florida in general is conservative. Mm -hmm. I live in a hotbed of the opposite direction, but the area where I teach is a very conservative area. Mm -hmm. Um, It's much like the area where we grew up. You know, um, yeah. You know, people with space, people that like their goddamn peace and quiet, mm-hmm. people that have problems living super close to other people. Yeah, is a lot of the, where my demographic sits. So, there are a lot of families. Like we had a shockingly high number of kids that wanted to come back face to face, more than we expected. Though for my classes, it's not been much. Like I have one class with two kids in it. Mm-hmm. and 18 online two are in person but 18 online so you go in so yeah oh and, i have to and so, you do online and in person at the same yeah, time so the way my the way my day is set up like i still teach my my standard six periods out of seven in the day you know we get a planning period and we get a lunch break but you have a seven period day so i teach um all my my six courses just like normal <clears throat> but while i teach them to the kids in class the idea is you should be able to teach the kids in class use the live stream camera and audio equipment to broadcast online we have our own 
it, it's 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 interesting. You would appreciate it. The the software we use for video conferencing is not Zoom, it's not Skype, it's this openware based platform which as soon as I heard like when I when I first heard about it last year in March when everything shut down, I was like, "Oh good, we're using openware. We're using an openware video conferencing. Right. Great. This is going to go so well." And of course, it's riddled with errors. Every single day there's kids that their webcam just won't turn on or their <laughs> audio just won't turn on. Yeah. Then won't there's that. There's there's Cartman. some kids, you know, I'm fortunate. <laughs> I have students where like even though they are middle school shitheads, I trust them. Like, yeah. if they say they have a problem, like, you know, you can tell. Because, like, some of your kids, when they, they come to school every day, they do their thing, and they're there every day like they're supposed to. And then once in a while, they're not. Mm-hmm. But then they email you, and they go, hey, I'm sorry. I was trying to get on. I was trying to log on, but my, my internet's down, or you don't my get, power you went out. You guys don't have, like, or, a Slack channel or anything like that for no. the kids? Honestly, honest to God, I've thought perhaps one of the better options was a Discord server mm-hmm. for stuff. Because Discord is a pretty reliable platform at this point all the kids know how to use it like it's reliable now until every fucking well, school in the nation uses it and yeah then it i'm gonna try and get in before that but <laughs> no i mean like so my thing I'm is too i'm also w- teachers are all across the board no matter what you teach teachers are all run completely dry by now already i mean or at least at the very least all the teachers that i talk to we're so out of energy all the time we don't have the energy to reinvent the wheel every day to accommodate every situation that arises. And we are get, all you're trying. You're not getting paid anymore. Then. What's that? So you're not getting paid anymore. Yeah, I'm not getting paid any more than I did last year. I mean, I am very marginally well, yeah, because of it the wasn't, it wasn't because of COVID, contractual. Though. No, it's just because yeah. of the contractual right. guaranteed pay increases. Yeah. It's not much, but you get more every year that you sure. teach. That's, yeah. that's the way pay structure is set up. So, But, yeah, we're not getting hazard pay for dealing with COVID. We're not getting supplemental pay for having to put up with all the extra planning that it takes to deal with two sets of kids in every class. You know, we're not getting more for that. Granted, there's also less on our plate in some aspects. Um, we're still getting rated. You know, we have a, a judgment system in the state of Florida. We all get rated as teachers what relatively. Of, sorry to cut you off. You're fine. Because um, I didn't want to get too far down. Yeah. What are some of the things that... Um, are now more more or less off your plate. Some things are off my plate. Um, yeah. So, you know, because I teach music, mm-hmm. so I teach band, chorus, and orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't have concerts yet okay. because so, of yeah. yeah. We technically we are allowed. Yes, I can't have concerts because of the numbers of kids that are in school versus not in school. Okay, you know, there's a big difference between. You'll know there's a massive difference as a musician between playing solo versus playing in an ensemble mm-hmm. you know playing in a band you have to worry about every other member of that band you know timing if it's like yeah. your stereotypical rock band you, you the guitar players got to know what the drummer and the bass and the piano and the singer and whatever you have they you got to know what they're all doing and it's the same thing it's the exact same thing but on a okay. more complex level because there's more instruments there's more different voices going on at the same time so yep there's no way to teach that as of yet. A lot of what you teach, especially at the older levels, you know, so I teach brand new kids and then I also teach the the later years of like their extension of their knowledge and the pedagogy is the word we use, the extension of their pedagogy, like what they know about performing on their instrument. And that changes, you know, it's about what you do on your instrument, but it's more so, honestly, at a certain point, it's more so about what the whole group is doing. Okay. You know, if you're not all on the same page, 
there's a lot of knowledge and skill to be learned and practiced right as far as doing that job mm-hmm. so yeah. um it's kind of like um learning how to march in a marching band right? yeah in it's the same, the same kind of thing it's like yeah the synchronicity of of marching in form mm-hmm. same beat to the same beat exactly know? yeah yep okay and uh yeah it's just it's it's all of those same kinds of skills just while you're sitting in a chair on a stage you know for instance so it's the same it's the same part of your brain it's the same activity mentally it's just different physically so yeah so without the ability to all sit in the same room and do the same thing at the same time you can't teach that like you there's there's no way that that's, that's mm. just not possible with our current technolo- technological limitations never mind the fact that every kid is attending school on a school a county distributed laptop which are all these like hp uh, they're they're laptops they're like they're like you remember the small macbook air was that like an 11 inch or something like that or like a 10 inch screen i think less than 13 it's definitely definitely that's less less, yeah yeah that's sarah has it that's the so that's the standard issue size laptop that they all get but it like you know it folds backwards and it can be a tablet Hmm. and it's got a tiny little built-in microphone you know just like pretty much any laptop has Um, how much do you think these things cost? I, you know, I did the math on some of this stuff because the laptops, I, I don't know. I could find out. And like they I, didn't have these like available pre. No, we did actually. So, did? okay. So yes and no. Um, every secondary student in my district had one previously. So every middle school student and every high school student in the County all had one of these laptops that okay. they take home. Yeah, and they could take them home. Oh, wow. They were checked out. So they were checked out like a library book. It was literally even the same system, like the same program. You can check out a book or you can check out a laptop. And they would check out these laptops. And, you know, if you lost your charger, there was a flat rate that you had to pay to replace your charger. And it was cheaper than buying one on your own. Or you could just go buy your own. Because I'm sure, yeah. like, if it's HP or Dell or whatever, that the school yeah. district had a, had a contract with for sure to get discounted. Yeah accessories and etc yeah because buying it bulk yeah and a computer like that i can't imagine it would cost too much maybe like three or four hundred dollars yeah at the very and very yeah and i I think because of the massive scale that they were buying these devices at millions yeah i mean you're talking about um of computers yeah yeah of these well millions of dollars right for sure oh that's what i did i did the math on the camera so I found the camera that they give every classroom. It's like a document camera, you know, because yeah. you remember the overhead projectors? So those are of the past now. Those don't exist anymore, at least in my oh, district. Um, but we have document cameras now. So it's a it's a camera attached. to. It's got a little base, and it's got, like, this bendy arm, just like this uh, microphone shield. And you bend it, and you can put it over a piece of paper. You can zoom. You can focus. It has a light, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice, actually. Turns out those cameras actually work as a webcam it's super easy because they have a, a telephoto lens is that the word telephoto yeah 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 it's telescoping like, yeah i guess it can zoom yeah it's an optical that's lens. all it is yeah it can zoom it can, it's not like a digital zoom where you lose quality no it's a zoom. physical zoom yeah yeah exactly. so it is actually it's decent and so that's when why when people say like how's teaching going in covid this year's actually better than i expected you know because mm-hmm. of the the resources and stuff so so you have the ability to webcam broadcast all of your classes and then you have to rely on the students to hope that they actually want to turn their cameras on and be there 
um, you know, attendance is taken based on whether or not I can see you. Mm-hmm. If I can't see you, you're not there unless I know you have an issue. But like we have, mm-hmm. like you can submit a tech request. You can submit a ticket, like a tech ticket <laughs> help desk to the yeah. IT person at our school. Yeah. We have an IT person that mm-hmm. works full time. She already worked there full time yep. at my school. Mm-hmm. Um, and every school now has one. So you submit a tech request to them. They're supposed to deal with it. So, but it's, you know, like if a kid's at home, if they don't have a ride to school during the school day, you know, there's lots of kids. I have lots of kids who are at home by themselves or at a grandparent's house or, dude, I swear to God, the first week uh, of school, I had a girl that was taking, she was in my class while she was sitting at a McDonald's. And it wasn't like, at first I was kind of like, oh, that's so sad, like. She has to you have to go to, to McDonald's, McDonald's to get yeah. Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. But then I remembered who it was, and I was like, wait a minute. I, I know what your parents do. Like, you're fine. You have internet at home. <laughs> yeah. Why are you at McDonald's right now? Yeah. And then it was a whole other thing. I used to go to McDonald's because it was next door to my dorm in college. And I oh, used yeah. to go because when you uh, illegally downloaded uh, music or uh, <laughs> like back God, in the day. illegally download music and I'm, TV I'm not saying shows? I did, but maybe I had a roommate that did that. Definitely. Yeah. I remember that roommate. Them. McDonald's had uh, Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and uh, he used to go over there and um, hook up to the Wi-Fi, of course, <laughs> so nice. he couldn't get caught on, the, on school grounds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I just thought of that as, as soon as you said that. So it sounds I... like it sounds like every teacher is now more qualified to be um, like they have their own talk show. Maybe I thought you were going to bring it back to being the a cam, cam girl. <laughs> I swear, I thought cam you were going to be like. I feel like every teacher should be a cam girl now. <laughs> yep. I mean, you could. I mean, I am, in a way, I am now accustomed to speaking to a bunch of people who I am pretty sure are there, even though I can't see them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. You're like Ellen now, or you're more qualified than Ellen. Yeah. Ouch. Ooh. You could you could replace Burn. Ellen. I could be the next Ellen. I could yeah. be a short, small, peppy lesbian. Yep. <laughs> What's holding me back? It's America. Yeah, totally. I'm a white man. There's yeah. nothing I can't do. Exactly. Yeah, you're already set for success, in my opinion. I think that's one thing I'm not allowed to do. I can't be Ellen. You can't. Nor do no. I want to be. No. I like my goddamn peace and quiet. Mm. Yeah, that's I like my my privacy. Light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like people being up in my business. Yeah. You know? I get that. We're talking about putting a fence in, you know, in the backyard. But, like, I'm as interested in a fence for the privacy aspect as I am for the fact that we no longer have to take the dog out to go get her to poop you can yeah. we can just let her out in the backyard instead mm-hmm. that would be really nice mm-hmm. rather than having to like put the leash on and like put shoes on and then go out and take her out and then pick up the poop i can just let her out the door and be like all right have fun see you later have you ever had any going back to the kid the webcam thing have you ever had any kids um like think they're on mute but they aren't and make some Dude, embarrassing uh, like moments? two weeks ago maybe three weeks ago i had this kid uh he was like talking to me about something. He was it was in one of my classes and he was like talking to me about something. And then like I wrapped up with him and I was moving on to the next student and then he forgot to mute himself. Uh-oh. And then his mom just started yelling at him about something. Oh man. And he on, is mom. he's Jamaican. And I don't know if you know anything about Jamaican people, but they are and like his his family is very actually very successful. He's he comes from a family that that has a lot of wealth. Okay, you know this is not like some 
like crime of poverty. They are very well off. And she was laying into him. And we couldn't really understand most of it because uh, I don't know what language it would have been in, but it was either very distorted English or Jamaican has, is that a language? I don't know. Can you look that shit up? Yeah. I, regardless, out. my point being mostly, just to bring it back to how shitty the laptops are, the microphone was being overblown. It was way overpowered because <laughs> she was yelling at him so loud. So we just hear this yelling and we see him like kind of like looking off camera and like like getting really like, he oh, was no. just like, like. Yeah, he's like, oh, God damn. Like so bummed. Yeah. And then like I had to be like, Gabe. <laughs> anyway. Hey, hey, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Like trying to interrupt and find a moment of silence and be like, Mute your microphone. Yeah. Please mute, mute can, your can microphone because you I can't. You can't. <laughs> I it, the program like sometimes will, but sometimes just doesn't. So it's not reliable. And oh, I was trying shit. to. It doesn't have a texting. It doesn't have a chat section it does. of it. Okay. It does. All right. Which is the absolute worst. Is it? Yeah, because then like you're dealing with a bunch of children, and 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 okay. So I'm a very I'm a pretty. I feel like I'm a very understanding teacher. Like mm-hmm. I remember what it was like to be a middle schooler. And I was actually like, I wasn't a shitty kid. I wasn't a bad kid. Like I knew, and I knew plenty of other kids who were also not bad kids Mm -hmm. and left to our own devices, never gotten any real trouble. We had fun. We were polite and respectful to people still. And we didn't really majorly do anything wrong. You know, we made mistakes, but like we didn't, we weren't breaking the law. We weren't doing anything radical. You weren't getting um, suspended. Yeah. No, no, I was never getting... I was a gifted student. I went to a different middle school just for the sake of, like... Nerd. Yeah, being in smarty pants classes. Yeah, it was it honestly kind of a pain in the butt because they put us on the short bus. <laughs> yeah, and imagine having Which to go to middle school. Because you're tall as... I know, tall right? Shit. And roll up on yeah. the short bus. Yeah, your, your, your nickname in my phone is Tall Shit. Yeah. Uh. Good to know that my identity is completely tied to something that I didn't choose or earn mm-hmm. or work towards. Welcome to America, yep. bitch. <laughs> this is America. You're going to be judged on things you have no control over. Have fun. Yeah. Um, Miles, what, you, you were yeah. about to say something. Yeah, I was going to say that the official... So this is from Wikipedia, so it's mm. definitely right. But um, <laughs> the official language is English, which is pretty interesting. interesting. Maybe because it was that. colonized. Yeah, Must be. Yeah, yeah. Probably, Must be. yeah. Um, and then the national language, which I'm not really sure what the difference is, but it's Jamaican Patois. Okay. Or something. Huh. I don't know how to All pronounce right. it. But. Perhaps. Mm. I don't know anything about the history of Jamaica. Maybe that was like a... It could be a mix. Could be. Of something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it could... Um, uh, what, what... Is there... Is... Okay, so people who live in Haiti, do mm-hmm. they speak Haitian? Haitian, like, yeah. Or Haitian. Creole. Creole? Creole. Oh, it's Creole. Yeah, so maybe, it's Creole. Maybe Jamaica... I'm not... This is Jamaica just being an idiot... Maybe it's like a offshoot of Creole or something like that. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, when you, you look that up, when you remember like how many <laughs> how many places in the world were colonized and or just ruled by Britain at one point mm-hmm. or another, you know, like India, English, Indian English is a British accent, you know, because yeah. they mm-hmm. still have that colonial we air. Were, we were just talking about. I mean, this uh, tomorrow is. Uh, columbus day or as it's more modernly known as uh indigenous people day and Mm -hmm. more rightfully so because um i think it's widely accepted that columbus was a fucking asshole kind of a terrible guy what what were you what were you saying earlier yeah so about it so i read this book um it was called civilized to death by this guy dr chris ryan of course because i'm a rogan bro I, I, I listen to the before. Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> like Welcome every other fucking Jerry. white male in his 20s. Yeah. 
I'm just another one. Um, but you piece of so shit. Chris Ryan and him are homies, and Chris Ryan is a really interesting guy. He has a cool podcast called Tangentially Speaking. Chris, hit me up. I'd love <laughs> to be on. Us, please. I don't have a I don't have a story worthy being on your show, but just it would be cool. Hit us up at the Lucky Duck. Yep, at the Lucky at, Duck. You at, guys could get him at at the. Lucky so Duck. this guy is so he's a uh, social psychologist. Um, he wrote uh one other book that I read called Sex at Dawn. Which was uh, that one. pretty big, yeah, yeah, pretty big. And then he wrote this book, Civilized to Death, which is like the thesis of that is like an offshoot from Sex at Dawn. But it's all about how the the notion of civilization has not really actually made us better, us as being humans. Um, it has not really benefited the human race being civilized, which is why the book is called Civilized to Death. Basically, saying that we've come too far. We could probably find a better happy medium somewhere in our ritual past, you know, hunter-gatherer tribes, yeah, pre-agricultural societies sort of thing. Don't they so, say about, don't they, and sorry to interrupt, but good. don't they, don't they say like, um, uh, cultures or, uh, communities thrive in like around a hundred people? Yeah. That's called, um, darn it. Uh, somebody's number. It's named after the guy that figured it out. Um, not Avogadro's number. That's a math thing. Uh, yeah. Avogadro, Avogardo. Yeah, so essentially what they're saying Anyways. is um, a healthy community um, consists of about around 100 people. 100 to 150 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah is 150 the number. people. And that's basically because, so for a small portion of human existence, like the, really the last twelve to 14,000 years, seems like a long time, yes, but on a biological evolutionary perspective, that's a very short amount of time because mm-hmm. humans have been alive for... Human proper, Homo sapiens, has been around for like a couple hundred thousand, coming up on a million. I don't know what the number is because I don't have a degree in anthropology. I had to take one class in it. So anyways, oh, um, but it's it, a long time. It, yeah. For a very short amount of time, we've been non-tribal. But for a very long time, we were very tribal. So we have a lot of these tendencies that lend us to a different kind of life than we currently have. Mm-hmm. Um one of which being this like notion of living in smaller groups and moving around more often. And so that's where that number comes from. And when to, to take it back to Columbus, cause tomorrow's Columbus day it's Dunbar's number, by the way, Dunbar's number. Yes. Dunbar. Um, so, uh, when Columbus first hit land over here, um, obviously, you know, we all know he thought he was in India mm-hmm. called them Indians. Yada, yada, yada. Idiot. <laughs> yeah. But he stayed. And eventually I guess he, he did realize before he went back to, Portugal? I think he was yeah. Spanish, but he was he was sailing under the Portuguese flag. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, it, Internet. Was, was it not Italian? I don't know. Um, no, I thought he was Spanish. No, Columbus is no, he Italian. he was Spanish, right? Oh, like okay. He, was, uh, he right. was working for the Spanish, I believe. Oh, he was. Okay, regardless We're going to find this out Somebody real on the quick. Spani- on Spanish time. Peninsula, Portugal, Spain, whatever. <laughs> yeah. One of the Those dominant fancy, countries. French Europeans, yeah. Exactly. So he, uh, he gets over here. And he sees these people for a while, studies them a little bit, and then he's getting ready to head home. And at some point, he had journaled his uh, account of it. And in his account, he said, these people show great mercy and passion for one another, and they are very, uh, you know, I'm not... Gentile. I'm, I, yeah, very Gentile and very very loving, and their their community was based around relationships with one another, and there was no disagreement. They shared everything. Um, kind of painted this like wonderful picture, and then he wraps it up by saying, "I think it would take about a month for us to enslave all of them." Yeah, that was Christopher Columbus. Yeah, because that's p- 
part of why he went over there. Like yeah. he wasn't going over there to like make friends. You're like, hi guys. The is dark. Do you yeah. want to hang out with me? Yeah. <laughs> like, want to be friends? Yeah, yeah. He was flying for the sake of like ep- economic prosperity. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. he was sailing. Yes. Did I say flying? <laughs> no, you said he got on his seven forty seven and he flew over. <laughs> 1790, yeah, 1492. 50 14. person commuter jet <laughs> yeah, right, across exactly. a, a transatlantic flight. I feel um, like a terrible podcast podcast guest, but I have to pee. Oh, oh so okay, no, go ahead. That's perfect. Mostly because I enjoy how much you guys you guys suffered and struggled for a minute when the guest left. You were like, "Oh my god, what do we do now?" Yeah, and I want to see you do it again. This gets really awkward. Oh, so god. for those of you listening, we uh, apologize for the next watching. Uh, minute and a half. Yeah, you might oh, want to okay. just skip ahead. Yeah. I just have to say, um, he has the tightest shorts on. I know. It's I, I think we need to get a shot of really, that. Really, really hard not to um, get aroused by that. I think. Some would say. Some would say, yeah. yeah. So, so Columbus. Um, yeah. So actually, you. So you were right. He's Italian, mm-hmm. uh, and he was sponsored by the monarchs of Spain, the Catholic monarchs of Spain. Yep. Um, which it probably makes it worse, but. Yeah, so so I, the only reason why I know he's Italian is because um, on the show The Sopranos, uh, there is a episode where he uh, where the the mafia g- characters um, are refuting a um, a local tribe that is um, trying to fight the local parade that uh, occurs in New Jersey, and so they're like really upset that the fact that um some of the indigenous tribes are saying like this is wrong and they're like he's italian we're this is part of our heritage (laughs) like and so they get like very upset and they end up like intimidating them Mm. and like doing all these things to try to come to some kind of agreement where they can still have um like the normal celebration um obviously it's, it's it's no uh we have written historical documents um, doc, that that are documented that show he how much of a piece of shit. Well, according to today's standards, well, yeah, isn't that day, isn't that crazy? But, because um, when like when we grew up, I like what I learned about Christopher Columbus was that like he is our fucking savior. Like he came to America. <laughs> he, is, he is the pioneer he, he, of America. We can we can thank him for everything we have. Including iPhones and yeah, jets. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jet come. Th- Thanksgiving, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, come to the find out, we he's actually a terrible person. Yeah. 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 It's mm-hmm. just another one of Allegedly. Them. Yeah, growing Allegedly. up, you just get told all this stuff and you just to believe it. Because why wouldn't you? Because yeah. everybody's trustworthy. So probably, and he, he, like, there were just a lot of people who didn't like him, right? And so they wrote all these bad things about I him. I guess. Well, uh, fake news. The fake, the <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Um, it's weird. Um, the acronym for fake news also is the acronym for Fox News. Did you know that? <laughs> Miles pointed it out to me the other day. Are you trying to start a race war? <laughs> is that your goal here? Are you trying to set the world more on fire? Maybe. <laughs> Actually, uh, I have some pretty interesting uh, information to share. So mm. you were right. Jamaica is like it's Jamaican Creole, I think. Okay. Not what it's called. Okay. Like it's also known as that, like the other word that I couldn't pronounce. Okay. Um, hmm. and it's actually a version of English Creole, uh, which lost my tab. Uh, <laughs> so English Creole is like a Creole language where English was the lexifer. Whatever was that the means. what? 
uh, the lexifier. Does that mean that it was it's Le- like a- so lex being the root of lexicon? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Lex. Okay. Um. So then, uh, then I was interested in what Creole language means, and it says that. Uh, it's a stable, natural language that develops from the simplifying and mixing of different languages into a new one within a fairly brief period of time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like an it's not like, like an a language. So mm-hmm. Creole by itself is more of a term, like right. an adjective, than mm-hmm. a noun. Right. Yeah. So I guess like if you like going back to Haiti, mm-hmm. they probably have a language that we don't know the name of. Maybe it's called Haitian. Creole, right? Could yeah. be that. Okay, um, but yeah. like Creole, I guess isn't like if you speak so, Creole, it doesn't mean you speak the same. Because Creole yeah. is actually French in in like right. its heritage. Because Creole it was French mixed with something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it is. Yeah, it was. A, I think it was like that explains a lot. Heavily influenced by yeah. the French colonizing some right. parts of the the Caribbean, Haitian, yeah. Caribbean, whatever. Yeah, asshole. So it says a lot of the yeah. pronounce it that way. There's a hundred Creole languages, and a lot of them were. Mm-hmm. Uh, Based off of English and French. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Due to huh, the cool. it's European kinda, it's age a, of discovery. It's an interesting, like, it's an interesting language. Like to hear them talk, it mm. it's like in, almost intimidating. French is nice. It's it's it is interesting. Creole can mm-hmm. be intimidating. Yeah. Because it combines this like nice like French, you know, like mm-hmm. every it, French Elephant. is always like characterized as being like sexy and like smooth. And also they like they when they when sweet. you speak French, it's almost like a song or a poem. Well, it okay, not that way. Yeah. So you want to know something interesting? Um, singers love singing in French. Hmm. So if you think about it, singing what there are only certain letters of the alphabet and sounds that you can sing, right? You can't sing the letter T. You can't <laughs> sing the letter F. You can only sing really mostly. You can only sing the five vowels. The vowels, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that as a singer, as a vocalist, that's where you get the most freedom to actually sing. You know, you sing the word, uh, take the word sing, S-I-N-G. Four of the three letters, sorry, three of the four letters are not singable. Sing, like yeah. S-N-G are not singable. You mm-hmm. sing the I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You put the uh, the S and the N-G at the end. With French, so much of the French language is vowels and vowel sounds. You get a lot of freedom to actually sing. Whereas with, mm-hmm. Uh, the enunciation, like, uh, what do they call it? The IPA. IPA is like uh, International Phonetic Alphabet. I think that's what it stands for, something like that. Okay. Something with phonics. I just said it was uh, Indian Pale Ale. Yeah. That's what yeah, I it, too. yeah. So in, in beer world, it's it, IPA is yeah is Indian Pale Ale. Yeah. No, that's, a, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, like singers, when they're in college, take a, take a they take a course. They like to they spend one semester just in a class, maybe even two for some of them, mm-hmm. on IPA. And it's called IPA, and it's learning all of the international pronunciations of different words because there are lots of sounds in the English, uh, to throw back a word that we just used, the English lexicon. Um, I know, right? That's a great word, lexicon. I love that. Yeah, if you it, can, reminds, it reminds me of um, what's the Tom Hanks um, adventure uh, um uh, da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah, Da Vinci Code. Because yeah. yeah. what, 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 uh, the lexiconic. There's some word thing. for that because it is a word based the the round thing. Yeah, what is the it tube? called? Yeah, I don't remember. Up. The round tube in Da Vinci Code. Just search like Lu- Da Vinci Code L E X. Yeah, um, it'll pop up. By the way, you were right about what IPA stands for. Would you say International Phonetic Alphabet? Mm-hmm. You're a smart Look guy. At Look at that. Look at the big brain on Scott. Yeah. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Uh, mm. they, that's why they pay me the medium. Cryptics. 
Cryptics? Oh, the cryptics. Okay. okay, Cryptex. That could be it. Right. Cryptex. Oh, yeah, EX. Yeah. 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 We had the, the round EX part. Yeah, yeah. Um, we tried. Yeah, so what were, you, what were you saying about... Oh, well, okay, French. Yeah, yeah to French, tie it back yeah, into that. So when, when I was over in, in, per, in Paris, Ooh. <laughs> uh, when I was over there uh, a few years ago, um, I just noticed the um, the pacing and like tone, tone the tonage of, of the way they speak. That's not right, but that's a medical term, yeah. I believe. Tonage. tonage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they they just like when they said bonjour, it was kind of like they sung it almost. It yeah, bonjour, it, bonjour. Yeah, like it 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 seems like um, really? some of the phrase. Yeah, mm-hmm. some of the phrases huh. that they would use from day to day, like. Uh, we were I was standing standing in line at a like a, a sandwich shop, um, mm-hmm. right outside the St. Michael's Square, and uh, some lady was ordering a, a sub, and so it just it's just like, bonjour. Hmm. Um, I don't know, and 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 the rest of the I guess interaction between her and and the guy making the sandwich, it seemed to come off. Maybe it was just her, but in, in other like instances throughout my travel, it seemed to be the case that like. There was a kind of some somewhat of a um, like a tone mm-hmm. that they would say certain words or phrases at. Um, yeah, it probably has a lot to do with like who it is too. Yeah, like you know when you sure. go to Boston yeah, sure. and New York, you have an accent there. For sure. Like if you came from another country, you'd be like, "Wow, this is how they speak in you know America." And then you go but to like, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, they <laughs> don't speak. World. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> I was in get that southern drawl. <laughs> yeah. I was in what they called. Uh, I think it's called the Cuban area, Cuban town or whatever uh-huh. of of um of Paris is a it's what? a bunch of bars and nightclubs down in that like area. Cubans. There's a lot of Cuban people who live there? I don't know. Huh. I don't I can you look that up because yeah. I'm actually curious what it's called but it was like, like a, a Cuban, Cuban district or uh... Cuban district or something like that. Okay. Yeah. We stayed, like Chinatown but Cuba town. I think so. Yeah. So we we stayed in a uh, apartment um, above all the hustle and bustle and the below and there was this bar directly below where we stayed so it was really late at night it was like midnight or one o'clock in the morning it's still popping and i went down and i sat at the bar and mm-hmm. everybody around me was speaking french and whatnot and so when i ordered ordered my drink obviously i did in english the only language i know and the guy was like weird where uh, i've never heard your accent before where are you from and <laughs> i was like Colorado <laughs> you've never heard of an English accent before yeah. like that that's kind of weird this is, hmm. seems like a very touristy area um and so um yeah I think I was surprised to see that they didn't understand um when we're speaking about like accents and stuff did you ever that find they what, didn't recognize is... no I haven't yet oh, okay It'll, it must right. not be a popular maybe thing. it's just a local thing that they call maybe it that. Yeah. I don't know um, Either way, I mean, there's definitely Cuban places there, so mm. they may have a little a little street. Or it kind of seems weird that Cuba has some sort of influence and all the way over. In, you, well, you know, a lot like of Cubans France. have left Cuba. Yeah, it also could be that like true. some peop- some Europeans just took advantage of true. like Cuban culture, and they were yeah. like, "Let's make this because people are find it interesting." I'm yeah. gonna use the bathroom. But um, I have some French coworkers. Oh, so yeah. I, I work for an international company, so right. I have a f- couple of French coworkers, and I, I like their accents. They're pretty cool. They are. Um, I noticed that, like, of the people I work with and the customers we have, it seems like French uh, speakers are the least uh, fluent in English. Yeah, you know, something I noticed, I, I people give 
because I've been to France and mm-hmm. I, I was only there for like three days and really most of what I saw was Paris. So that's my bias going yeah. into it. To, <laughs> so everybody knows. Right. Um, so the first time I went to Europe, I went to Germany for three days and then we drove to Paris mm-hmm. and then we spent three nights in Paris. So we had spent three days around the South of Germany, you know, Bavaria area. Munich was our home base, and so it's we saw a lot of a stuff really around there. Pretty area, right? Gorgeous, yeah, man, gorgeous. It, you, it, it, it's hard to describe because like the U.S. is a very diverse place, but we don't have places quite like Europe mm-hmm. does. You know, there are some places when you go to Europe, you go like, "Oh, this is new. Like, this is not. Yeah, this is not something I'm familiar with. We don't have this sort of thing. You know, we've right. got." The northeast, we got the southeast, we got desert, we've got the northwest, and then the Midwest is pretty forgettable. But <laughs> sorry, Midwest, it's true. But you know, you go to the south of Germany, and it's just beautiful. And in Germany, like everybody we met, no matter where we were, everybody we met spoke English. Yeah, and they were perfectly happy to speak mm-hmm. in English. Unless and you great. go to a really small town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in which case, most people still speak English, like mm-hmm. very little English. But yeah, like it, it, they are very. But they'll fluent. be nice about it. They don't care yeah, right. as long as you're nice to people. People generally don't care. Mm. But so we went from Germany straight to Paris, and um, when we got to Paris, it wasn't that people in Paris were rude. That's not really what it was. That's the stereotype. Yeah, that's yeah. the stereotype. But yeah. it's really just that they were not interested in being polite. Yeah. You know, they weren't really that uh, interested, I guess is the word, but they didn't care that much to be polite to us because if they heard us speak in English, they just kind of were like, nah. It's I've not like that. they were like, mm. fuck you. They English weren't mean about it. People, yeah. My yeah. experience was if you're in a restaurant or in some kind of hospitality environment, they were nice to you because they you're, or they sure. want your money. Like, yeah. They're not going right. to be assholes to you, but if you were... Going up and asking a random guy who's on his way to work, you know, um, where <laughs> where the, he the might nearest just McDonald's go. was, he's going to go, yeah. you f- stupid fucking American. Bleu. Or whatever they <laughs> say. I don't blame I don't him. I probably would do the same thing if I lived in Paris and it's a massive international destination. Yeah. Right. I would be kind of annoyed getting the same bullshit But you know what? You've got day. to imagine that they would recognize Spanish the same way and... I don't know, Italian the same way. I've also heard that, like, once you get into the country a bit more, Mm -hmm. um, people are, like, less, uh, like, not, like, it's not rude, but, like, yeah, yeah, less, like, oh, yeah, I'll help you, or or just kind of, like, nicer. It depends for sure where you are, too, because, like, if you're in a hotel, like, that was the thing that really bugged me. That was actually the only thing that bugged me. Like, we went to, like, we stayed at a decently nice hotel in Paris. It wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't special at all. But it was it was nice. It was you know well put together and well staffed, and but like even there, you could tell they didn't want to speak in English. It's <laughs> like they it's it wasn't even you. It wasn't the fact that you were American. It was English. It was yeah. the language. Right. That's what I thought was it's interesting. Because so yeah. it doesn't rhyme. I get it. I get it. But <laughs> yeah. you know, it's funny. Like I wonder if they think the same thing about German people because sure. English is Germanic. Sure. Yeah. Like. I wonder if they like German, look down on that. Too. German is like just sounds like someone's mumbling English. Yeah, a lot like of times. A lot of, unless they have a really heavy accent, like you know, like the, the nine. The kinda... syntax is very similar. When right. you listen to somebody speak German, 
you understand some of the roots of the word, even if you don't understand the whole word. Right. And you understand the canter, you know, understand mm-hmm. like the beat pattern of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, whereas like if you, you like, that's what is tricky about Spanish is that you have to say like the the car red, el carro roja, right. or whatever, you know, the syntax is, is flip-flopped for a lot of things that you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whereas in English and German and uh, what else is a Germanic language? Do we know off uh, the guesses off the top of our head? No, no Google. Uh, the Germanics. Yeah, Germanics. Uh, what Germanic else is Germanics? Germanics. <laughs> German. When I was in <laughs> when I was in France, um, and more specifically Paris, I um, encountered. It was right after. Well, not right after. I guess it was the year after Trump took office. Mm-hmm. We were sitting at a restaurant, and we overheard some people talking about like how terrible he was, like yeah. how a president was, and like. It just felt like the respect for America or Americans had declined in a, in a way because mm-hmm. of the representation of the people yep. was in such poor character. I will say traveling and seeing the way that America is portrayed by the rest of the world is in really interesting. Like the first yeah. time I ever went to Europe was the day it was the day after the Brexit election. <laughs> I, I landed in London Heathrow at like 10 a.m. You know, it's an overnight flight to get to Europe, right? Yeah. So we land in London Heathrow, and we're, we like get off the plane. We have a little bit of a layover. I picked up a newspaper, and like all the newspapers were talking about Brexit. I still have it because I thought it was cool. I was like, wow, yeah, this is like, cool. this is a big keep... deal. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they it just is. voted yesterday. You know, it was thing. the day after. So everybody was abuzz with it for weeks. This was also the same summer as the Pulse shooting. So, and oh. I live in Orlando, Yeah, you know, so yeah. it was very near and dear. So there was a lot of interesting stuff going on that summer. Um, but like the, the, the way that they were talking about it and handling it, you know, like makes the world feel smaller. But, um, oh, I forgot what my point was. It, the point is P- portrayal that, of, of Americans. Oh yeah. Portrayal oh, of oh Americans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The last time I went over though, that's, that was my point that I was trying to get to the first time I went over, that's what was really going on. But yeah. the last time I went, I went to it, uh, Ireland last yeah. summer. Oh, cool. And you saw so many touristy gift shops where they sold stuff that was like making fun of Trump. Yes. Yes. It was so yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, why do you guys care? It's a joke. I, well, first I mean, of all, it's just but, drama. Yeah, you know, it's like for for people to to complain about stuff. Um, Because I guess America is like a big brother country. Well, and the other thing is like a lot of the stuff we do really impacts um, a lot of the European countries, and so um, and especially with the difference in our governments and our cultures, like a lot of socialism versus capitalism. I think some of them are a little sensitive to it because because of the impact it does have on their country, Mm -hmm. where uh, they I think. kind of like expect more of a social like you help your community kind of thing um whereas like america seems to like at least recently have a standoffish approach like it's very every man for themselves right but we're still going to use you as you know our uh like to help our economy right Right. yeah because they have our music they have our movies they have like look at ed sheeran ed sheeran was a huge he could have been just a huge name from over there Mm -hmm. but he came to la Mm-hmm. You know, he started producing yeah. music here, my, and my, now he's um, a global phenomenon. My so. so my company recently got a new CEO, and uh, one of the things he said, which if when you're an American working for the company, like it can be a, like you can feel a little sensitive to it, mm-hmm. but you kind of like once you kind of understand where he's coming from, 
it's like okay but what he said at the at the end of his intro was um was let's do it like he we he uh compares our company to the leaders who are in the market who are in the u.s like google mm-hmm. and microsoft and such yeah and his uh like summary at the end was let's do it better than the americans and like a quarter of the company as an american it's got to be interesting to right see, and so it, like at first i kind of thought oh wow that's uh I mean, I'm American, so yeah. I work for you. Yeah. But, You're part of the quarter that yeah, is but I, American. But I think like a lot of them have a sensitivity where they think like we like we're proud of our culture too. Right. We want to do big things. Yeah. We, we don't want it to just be America who dominates all the markets. Right. And I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have um, you have all the tech industries in in California just leading leading the world economically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. In terms of like iPhones, how many how many non Americans have iPhones? Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. when when China tries to compete with us, then we just say nope. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean now. for for us at least, right. I mean the China Alibaba Empire. Well, Alibaba is just is just an that's one Amazon. arm. Yeah, true. China is really good at replicating American um, ventures. In a cheap oh yeah, way. oh In a cheaper yeah. Way. The word because copyright ex- does not translate well <laughs> no. to Chinese, no. and they can do a lot of things cheaper because they mm-hmm. don't have labor have, laws. Uh, yeah. Slave labor, <laughs> child labor. Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, I challenge um, our Chinese comrades to be more original. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Prove us wrong. Yeah, prove us wrong. Yeah, do true. some new. We went from like talking about Europe to criticizing China. <laughs> well, we, you know, We're doing everything. We went from talking about uh, teaching on a webcam to yeah. criticizing. Oh uh, wait, actually, Whatever. it was it was cam girls. Yeah. <laughs> I think first. I just lost all my Chinese sponsors. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, yeah. Oops. Oops. Wait, did you have any Chinese? I don't. Oh, yeah, no. TikTok. <laughs> wait, do you have any sponsors? Yet I don't have any sponsors. No, no sponsors yet. All right, no. uh, guys. Have you company? The yeah. smooth taste of Four Roses. Go to fourroses.com. Go to fourroses.com. Get that promo code. Are you, ever, at, at the are you ever going to walmart.com and just wishing you could get things cheaper? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you guys got money from Walmart, Not you made a it. Chance. If, yeah. if, if Walmart is willing to invest in you, Bro, isn't that the Koch brothers? Aren't they involved in Walmart? Isn't, aren't they part of that know. family? Or are they just, am I just every general? Bro. Probably have some investments in them. Yeah. So, uh, they go to their secret bunkers and just run the world from wherever yeah. wherever they're tell you are. a lot of the rich um new yorker business people they mm. flew out to aspen and rented all the aspen properties i'm sure and now we're hiding out in the mountains i'm sure this whole covid thing blows over that Dude, sounds awesome get this so um so uh my my girlfriend <laughs> almost uh almost gave it up there my girlfriend a uh, lovely woman because at some point she's going to listen to this best. and she's going to want me to give her a shout out. Great. I haven't Beautiful, met her, but I know she's great. Wonderful head on her shoulders. Yeah, best thing that ever happened to me. Um, She and I were looking, her birthday is coming up uh-huh. and um, so she and I were looking at things to do, you know, just something to like, the, the nice thing about living where we live is that the idea of a staycation is very easy. Yeah. There are so many things you can do where you just drive across town and then you can stay in like a like a world renowned hotel or thing. So there's a four seasons, you know, down uh nice. Uh, it's very nice. All right. I, I guess I already said it's I live in Orlando. So down at down at Disney, there's a four seasons. There's a four seasons Disney. 
Um, and it's really fucking nice. It's really yeah. nice. Four Seasons so, is one is uh, one of the nicest hotels in yeah. the world. Yeah. So we were looking at staying at their uh, at the hotel and doing like you know just doing like a couple's massage and spend some time at the pool. Nice. Maybe that's, dad that's goes the kind and plays of, golf. That's the know? hotel that you go, like the resort you go to, and you just stay at the resort. Exactly, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because you don't need to leave yeah. because it's so nice. I checked mm-hmm. out I yeah. checked out the ho- uh, hotel prices for the most expensive room at the Four Seasons Denver. Yeah. So, I think it was about uh, 11. It depends on what day, obviously, you stay in, but yeah. it was anywhere from eleven to $15,000 a night. That's insane. <laughs> wow. Dude, we looked we looked it up on their website for Orlando. They don't even list the prices. They say call us. <laughs> yeah, that's call you, us that's and find you out. Know, right. it's, it's hella expensive. Yeah. yeah. We looked uh I think it was Labor Day weekend. We were looking at staying there just for like a night. We yeah. were like, let's just splurge. Treat let's ourselves. just go have like one night. We'll go yeah. room service. Yeah, Orlando yeah. Did, well, no, Orlando does this thing called Magical Dining Month where you can go to like oh, all Jesus the nice Christ. restaurants in town. Why does everything have to be magical in I know, right? Orlando? Yeah. Well, it's it's for or a good Orlando. cause. They they donate money for every every meal that they sell. It's just like the month of like September or something, okay. I think. Okay, it's good. But for every meal that one of these restaurants sells, it's a three-course meal. Mm-hmm. Wherever, Whatever restaurant you go to, it's a three-course meal for 35 bucks. Yeah. So we did one. The only one we ended up doing was at a really nice steakhouse. You know, so both of us upgraded our steak to like a, you know, one pound ribeye. We paid for a nice bottle yeah. of wine. So yeah. like when, when you when you do all that, like it adds up. But like the magical dining month makes it pretty cheap. It's like thirty five bucks a person mm-hmm. for a three course meal. Denver so it does the same thing as like Denver yeah. restaurant week. Yeah. Yeah. Like and and, for and there's a portion that, that goes to some charity and it's mm-hmm. great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So we went um, but we were also thinking about going for Labor Day, staying a night at the Four Seasons, and like for like Saturday night to Sunday or Friday night to Saturday, for the cheapest room, it was like eight hundred dollars a night, and we're like, go yeah. fuck yourselves, <laughs> fuck that, yeah. get out of here, it's crazy, like, eight hundred dollars a night, yeah, for uh, a hotel, and and you gotta you gotta be honest, like some like the the. It's a nice resort or hotel to stay at, but mm-hmm. the room itself It's just a lowest, room. For the lowest like like tiered room, you could get a much better room somewhere else. My bed that I cheaper. bought is more comfortable. I like my pillows better than I like for their one pillows. One night at the Four Seasons, like, you can get a top-notch mattress for your own. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah. <laughs> for not much more money, you can buy a whole ass mattress. Yeah, yeah. You know, true. So so it was funny. So we looked at that weekend. We were gonna we we're gonna try and go for Labor Day or whatever. And then yeah. since then we've been looking to go back for her birthday, which is coming up in a couple months. So um, we're just gonna do like one or two nights. Mm-hmm. Try to find like an off time. You know, I get some time off with the holidays, and uh, and we're gonna try and find time time to stay there. So she was looking the like last weekend. She was looking up uh, rates and whatnot on their website. They have a they have a special, they have a thing right now for people who are staying long-term because you can, you can like stay Mm -hmm. like on a monthly basis at Mm -hmm. the four seasons. Yeah. You can, if you are like, if you are fuck you kind of rich, like if you're that rich or you can just say fuck you to anybody in the United States, you know, like if you're that rich, you can stay by the month at the four seasons. And if you do, and if you have children, they have staff who are being paid to supervise children that are distance learning 
all day. Wow. Wow. And Good for them. supervise them during lunch. Give them an activity in the afternoon. So you get basically full day daycare for your child mm. from like 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. For the low price of $40,000 a month. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like how much money do you, how much money do you have to make to be able to afford to not only by the four seasons, <laughs> live at the four seasons for a while, yeah, but pay for your student. That's crazy. Man, there's Pay a lot of rich people be, out there in America. When, yeah, when we went are, to, I bet they could pack that shit in. When mm-hmm. we went to Thailand, uh, they have a lot of Four Seasons there because mm-hmm. they just have a lot of different resorts. And it was like, I mean, it's it's insanely cheap there. So yeah. you could get it was like a, your room. You had an, your own infinity pool. Wow, it was like beautiful, like four hundred bucks a night. Really, in yeah. Thailand? Mm-hmm. We didn't stay there because uh, I gotta go to Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. I gotta go. But yeah, it's insane. I would do insane. that. Yeah. You know, South Africa has a How lot of How long were you guys there for too. in Thailand? Uh, two weeks, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. But that seems like plenty of time. Oh, it was plenty of time, yeah. we. I mean, we did, like, we went into Bangkok, and then, which is, you know, like, everyone knows Bangkok. Sure. And then yep. Chiang Mai, which is in the north. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a totally different scene. And then we went into the rainforest, which was absolutely insane. I would recommend that. Hmm. And then after that, we went to the resort areas so you and and you guys saw elephants and stuff too right yeah yeah we Did, saw because you guys and you guys went to one of those like legit places where like they're not like exploiting they're elephants. not like circuses basically yeah, yeah. so i mean it, even like the good ones supposedly some of them aren't good so uh, like yeah. it's kind of it like usually if you're able to ride an elephant yeah um you know or like you just it, it's they're just bad um yeah. you kind of have to find mm-hmm one that's uh that's like the elephants just kind of come and go like they don't promise that you're gonna see that what this or that you know what i mean right um but we went to one we thought it was good i don't know if it was or not and then yeah we hope right and then uh when we so that that's where i proposed to sarah right and when we did that uh i hired a photographer and he Mm -hmm. brought us to a place um an eco resort and we, you know, I, I actually proposed in front of the elephant and then right. took pictures and stuff like that. And like, they'll bathe in the water mm-hmm. and they look like they enjoy their lives. Like they look like happy and that's they're just walking around doing whatever they want. But yeah, that was really cool. You hear about how intelligent mm-hmm. elephants are, you know, yeah. you hear about how, how wise and like calculated they are, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to seem like it. What's to... the, what's the lifespan of a average lifespan of an elephant? I don't know. I think it depends if they're Hopefully African long. or Asian. Maybe yeah, those are the two, two big ones, right? Yeah, the two big mm-hmm. African and Asian elephants. That and the one that lives so, in my backyard. Yeah, yeah, the one that you exploit for money. He's a he's a Florida elephant though. <laughs> Home he smokes clove cigarettes, <laughs> and he he's pop, got a flow rider tattoo. Pills. Yeah, flow rider. Yeah. No, sorry, not flow rider. No, 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 no. The one that yeah, the one that really gets me is the flow grown. You guys oh, remember yeah. those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's also the like, skull, the the um the Punisher tattoo. Yeah, the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Punisher. That's a big yeah. one. That, although that's, that's nationwide. I Every time Punisher. I see yeah. a flow grown sticker, though, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, bro, you're in Florida. Like, no one's impressed. <laughs> yeah. No one's excited no. to see that. No one looks yeah. at a flow grown sticker and goes. That's Hell one, yeah, that's yeah. my guy. That's unless, my guy. Unless you also have up. one. Yeah, unless you also <laughs> have like, one. Flow bro. Yeah. Flow bro. Uh, flow yeah. Okay, so let's talk about things that all all guys who have a flow grown sticker on their truck, all of them have uh, mommy dick. issues. Oh, wait. First yeah. of all. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. They were not hugged enough by their mom. <laughs> right. You know, their mom they had was a, a meth addict. 
maybe maybe, maybe. there's a lot been, of that in yeah, florida was, yeah. she was also abused by her husband dad might so not have been could, around yeah oh, you know yeah, there's that too you never know dude yeah. guys girls we you know a lot of people it, we knew a lot of people in high school that could fit that yeah, that yeah unfortunately because because you you always hear about girls with daddy issues right and like that's always what you hear about yeah. but i think truly i think guys with mommy issues are much more prevalent and oh, yeah. i think girls would probably right now go yes <laughs> like they would go a hundred percent because they're the ones running into us more often hit us up in the comment section guys. what you think yeah live tweet at us um <laughs> have you ever heard of a flow bro yeah <laughs> let bro. us know we're gonna start did this. we make hashtag that word flow bro. hashtag flow bro. Yeah, by the way it. let's get it right elephants live uh so the african elephants live mm. 60 to 70 years asian elephants 48 years okay that's what google says hmm. so the african elephant has the same amount of lifespan average lifespan as an american male does. pretty much that's crazy. Pretty much. Yeah. What's yeah. the average American? I think it's like lifespan. 77, 75. It's gone it's down, down recently. It's gone down. Oh, down? Yeah. Yeah, really? it's gone down. For the yeah. first time in uh, yep. recorded history, I think mm-hmm. it was something like that. Like, it has gone down. Or it's a due, sense of America. It's due to all the woke woke bullshit. Um, and it's partly due to Obama. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Obama. Thank you, Obama, for shortening <laughs> our lifespan. Yeah. I remember I remember Obama put out this video. I don't remember what even what, what, what it was about, but he like... He was like, he was eating a cookie and he had like a glass of milk and a cookie and he's just sitting there and he's like, mm. he's, there's like no dialogue. He just like takes the cookie and he dips it in the, in the glass, but it won't fit. And he like looks at it and he goes, thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I was a, like, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I feel like whenever I hear thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, Yeah, it's 78. Okay. 78. Like 78.5. Going down, yeah. it's not like, you know. 70 it's point something <laughs> yeah right? it's like point something yeah point something every year what and is then, that what does that largely do to yeah, can you find that out the number know. one cause of death in america you mean well no just the decline in the average life oh. of the average american male i i could guess i could use some bro science and guess call i'm gonna duty. say definitely call of duty um uh the standard american diet Drug overdoses. Like shit. Drug overdose. That's Drugs. apparently. See, that, wow. I was just it's thinking twice that. as high as a decade ago. Yeah. So the twice fact, as high as yeah. 2010. Well, so they're not, they're not talking about this shit. The, Holy it's, shit. Well, it's, it's obviously the the they're ta- they're in referencing the, the fentanyl uh, the t- oh, crisis going be, on. Yeah. yeah. It's all the opioids. Well, right? Yeah. Like is, a, that, is that what they're referencing? A the, fentanyl bomb can kill you. Article brought to you by what? Fox News. Uh, thank no, you. Oh, Damn it, CBS. So I'm CBS. Oh, yes. All right. Well, not, yeah. no, it's just none of bad. these big guys. Are, I mean, we'll have to take it at, right and bit by bit. But um, you know, uh, yeah, the fentanyl crisis is is pretty bad, and uh, it doesn't. I think I think that, and then also I think suicides are up. I think suicides COVID, are at, maybe, at yeah. a high at a high, um, and uh, and that. Uh, is a tragedy i think that's also plaguing our youth as well um for sure yeah it's a it's a real i can't imagine going through covid on and this is more on a serious note you know i can't imagine going through covid and being i think south park nails it pretty pretty um wisely um yeah uh you if know, you haven't watched the pandemic, special the pandemic from south park it's great watch it go watch it yeah there's a lot of truth that uh they spit um, but, um, Damn, I think, bro. I think, um, being, uh, 
being a malleable um, uh, young person um, going through this uh, crisis has really got to take a toll on you. Um, I I was a pretty, uh, I wouldn't say fragile, but um, I I was pretty vulnerable growing up to where if I think I went through something like this, that it would it would hurt it would scar me pretty bad um in terms of uh maybe i would be like a hypochondriac yeah um, uh later in my life or something like that um i can't imagine and uh being being um a young person going through this and so my uh my thinking is um that it's got to be it's got to take a toll on the men- the mental health of our youth. And I'm hoping that um, in the next few election cycles that we have some kind of game plan to combat some of the mental health issues that come out of this and also just the general men- mental health issues caused by social media and some of the other things that um, younger teenage people have to deal with. Because I think... There's nothing out, no right. new legislation being um, introduced, or even uh, healthy discourse. Besides, like people like I think Joe Rogan talks about it a little bit mm-hmm. um, when he had like um, I think his name was John H. I can't remember his last name from the the author of uh, the America uh, the coddling of the American mind um, of how much. Uh, uh, politics and social media effects and 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 just pandemic um bullshit coming up in our lives i mean i i i know uh a few people really struggling with that um currently it's it's tough and i i think um i think we need to address the mental health issues even uh you know i know back in the reagan era of politics you know they they cut a lot of that funding and i think that has to do or that the consequences of that um can be blamed um from the uh the homelessness problem that we we see nowadays Mm -hmm. like in we were just talking about on cold in the previous podcast the homelessness issue right um in la i don't think we actually we talked about that but (laughs) a little bit um i I think it like expanding that even further like a I just butchered of, a whole like segment where you while you were gone about <laughs> yeah. how uh, the American youth no, is I heard suffering. It. I was gonna say too. I I wanted to fill in the blanks. Was it Jonathan Haidt? H a i d t. That's it. Jonathan Haidt. Yes. Yeah. The coddling of the American mind. Yeah, yeah, I haven't read that book, but I'm actually so when I went to Thanksgiving in uh, Virginia last year to see my family, I um I I got to talking with my uncle. I have an uncle. I I don't know if you guys knew. I have an uncle that's very ingrained in politics in D.C. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, my my family married into him. My mom's sister married him. Um, oh, what does this remind me? The special stuff. The special, special. stuff? Okay, cool. Mike's special stuff? Like Mix, Space Jam? Chase mixed in something with oh, it. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. It smells like uh, elderberries and farts. That <laughs> <laughs> no, smells delicious. Um, yeah, so he, uh, my uncle, was um, a chief of staff for a governor. For the the for a state, um, probably shouldn't be yeah, that way. Yeah, sure. Um, so he was the chief of staff, which is kind of cool. You know, I was a big uh, oh, this is nice. Um, 
I was a big House of Cards fan, so Doug Stamper, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, that was such a cool chief of staff. Role. I, know. I, I always <laughs> like imagined my uncle doing that. Like, right. Ooh. Probably not. Probably not. Um, probably not. not. No, not really. <laughs> um, but so he's been around politics for a long time. He was a professor at George Washington. He was actually a, uh, he was a professor at Harvard recently too, actually, because he was like, he was part of some special program. They got like Paul Ryan and my uncle and like some other politicians, like like people that like we knew about, like yeah. names you knew to uh, do this. Like uh, it, it was part of like a graduate coursework thing at harvard i don't know you know academics at the highest level yeah are so vague sometimes but anyways my uncle is very knowledgeable he's the um he's the president of this group in dc he's been ingrained in politics for a long time like he throw he has a he hosts events that trump and pence have been to like my uncle has had like Mm -hmm. casual walking down the hall conversations with the president you know and the vice president and uh He's got some funny stories about that, um, but he is a like really, really, really well taught, educated, conservative mind in politics. Um, mm-hmm. And I will admit, genuinely, I forgot why I brought him up. What were we talking about right before it? <laughs> we're talking about there's how a point. great that laws. No, 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 no. laws <laughs> distillery. Yeah, so whiskey, it was miles and I bourbon. You're, you're, so, so you're not part of this. So you you were going <laughs> off of. Um, the guest on Joe Rogan, John. Jonathan Haidt. Yeah, my yeah. uncle and I said thank you. My uncle and I got to talk, talking about him because my uncle met him. The guy that uh, yeah, Cole no. brought him up. Cole mm-hmm. brought him up. Uh, Jonathan Haidt um, for a different book than the one that I was reading. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Haidt is a really intelligent guy when it comes to those. Uh, how would you put it? Social issues. Yeah, social issues, but specifically when it has to do with politics, mm-hmm. the reason why people are so quick to judge the other side just for being the other side yeah you know like tribal understanding yeah understanding our our reasons why we get so heated about disagreeing with people nowadays you know Mm -hmm. and he and he's a he's a very calm guy like listening to him talk he's very well spoken he's very calm he's very um well-mannered like he's when you listen to him talk he's like uh he doesn't fumble for words ever you know He's got a very good grasp on what he's talking about, and it's it's really refreshing to hear somebody talk about politics with right. that kind of mentality. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. For because sure. we, we, you and the three of us, we are all of this generation where, like, you know, the first time when Obama first got elected, you and I were juniors in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're only you're behind us, right? You're you're Two. a sophomore. Two. Two. Okay, yeah. so you're a freshman, whatever. Mm-hmm. But. You know, we were young enough that we didn't really know anything yet. We just kind of were getting our our feet wet with it. Yeah. So ever since Obama, you know, we got eight years of him with a lot of mixed reactions. And now we've got four years of Trump, you know, and next month we're going to find out. I mean, what is it? Three weeks away? Election day? November 3rd? Is that November 3rd? 3rd? Yeah, I think it's election day. We're all doing mail-in ballots (laughs) because we're good American citizens. We're socially voting. (laughs) Oh yeah, but we're voting but by we're mail. We're also doing yes. Voting by we're mail. voting by voting mail. mail. But yeah. every vote counts, whether it's by mail or not. So For sure. yes. So we're doing our we're doing our due diligence, I guess you could say. You get, I guess you could call it. Um, Are they going to be sending us um, I voted stickers like with the they fucking better? Yeah, because right? it's not worth it. Otherwise, uh, how am I supposed to go into public? I'm not. Gonna I live vote in a little city. Exactly. 
like I want to vote by mail just because I can, but like I want to go be with. I want to rub people. it in everybody's faces. Yeah. yeah, everybody, do not vote unless they give you the sticker. Don't do it. Did you? Don't do it. It's did not you worth see? It. Don't do it. Did you unless, see a um? What was it federal judge or whoever? What I don't know what the difference between all the different ju- types of judges, but mm-hmm. uh, blocked the um Texas was it the Texas governor whoever who tried to limit the yes. the ballot boxes? Yes. I yeah, didn't so see they, that. So they took, it was like 12, they had 12 in total, the ballot drop-offs, I think it was. Just was for it? one county. One okay. county. Yeah. So like they all, reduced all the counties. to one. Right. To one. Yeah. Okay. So each county gets one box to drop. It's like where you <laughs> drop off the mail-ins, right? Which yeah. is weird because don't you mail it in? I don't. I mean, unless if you don't, I, have unless, you, unless you wait different. wait longer long enough and don't fill it out when you get it, oh. then you don't have enough time. If you don't have enough time to like effectively mail it in in, ter- in time of yeah. the deadline, so they just pick those okay, up and they to, go straight to the miles. Exactly, I, That's what I feel I did like last time of anybody I know, you would have the most well informed opinion on this matter. Should we be voting on our phones digitally or not? Oh, on our phones. Could we? Could the, could the country vote for president by a mobile compatible website? Kind of like we, how we vote for American Idol. Is that feasible? So I think that it could be feasible if the infrastructure was there. Okay. Um, I don't think it's there now. Mm-hmm. There would be a, have to be a massive of amount of security put into that. Yeah, like the world's strongest. It mm. literally would have to be the right. world's strongest encrypted security system. Right. Yeah. To determine who is going to be the superpower leader of the it's world. It's tricky then because well, it's like, who do you go well, to? Well, who develops? So it? the thing is, yeah, so you have to contract somebody out. So who, who, well, right. who do you think, in your opinion, right now would be would have the resources to develop such content? Oh, I mean, or, any uh, any system? big government contractor, Lockheed Harris. That's who I used to work for. Yeah. Um, Northrop. Uh, I mean, yeah. any of them could do it. So the the thing is like. Okay, so th- just thinking about like mail-in ballots. So, mm-hmm. so when you so when you go and vote, it depends what like what state you're in, how they'll check your ID. Sure. Like when I first voted, the first time I ever voted, they required me to sign, like make my. They wanted me to make my signature exactly the same on my license. So th- I gave yeah. them my license, and then signature I had to make matching. a yeah. I had yeah. So yeah. there's that, and then you're in person, and you have your ID, and this and that. Someone's checking it, and then there's mail-in ballots where it's like you're a person you register to vote they send you something now whether that gets intercepted and someone somehow steals your identity and they send right. it in like there's still like you can always hack it there's a way to hack the system sure. but, but at a mass scale nobody is stealing your identity matching it, your exactly your yeah. right yeah like you're like to, enough to there's always there's always going to be a way to like influence something hack something mm-hmm. with Di- so, when you're talking about technology right digital right so when then when i'm thinking like digital uh, i mean we all have a social most of us so i think there's some people who don't have social security numbers but like most like all u.s citizens have a social security number right so you basically have like some kind of identity with the government the government knows who you are mm-hmm. um, right and every person who has a social security number uh can vote um, and so you can use that, like if, if, if all there is, is one vote for you, like they know how many votes can come in. So there's one way. So like, you can't just ha- have like a million votes all of a sudden for say Donald Trump. Right. Like it's like we, they have to come from somewhere. It has to be a, a person. Right. And then on top of that, you need some way to like basically digitally sign that vote, mm-hmm. um, to say like, 
it came from the iPhone that or a computer that Miles Anderson owns because he got some like there has to be an exchange of keys basically yeah like uh, right. two form verification right so maybe yeah. maybe the, they send you um, so like you send them a key they send you something back and then it like you you have to like match them up in order to verify it right that and so they, that you, like they know that it was you it's like you resetting your password then basically right, right? I mean because that's essentially how you reset your password. Kind of. Kind like if they of. send it's you, a, it's a little easier to hack the password thing. Right. Well, for sure, because yeah, you can so, fish your yeah, email right. and stuff. So yeah, there's always right. going to be like you do the best you can, um, mm. but like I don't think it's necessarily less secure to do it digitally than it is to do it like any other way. Yeah, a lot of people would be like, you you bank online. Why can't right. we vote online? Right, right. Like, that's the big thing right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to that. go into a bank location mm-hmm. in years. You trust Wells Fargo years. with. Um, thousands and thousands of your mon- dollars of your money. Right. Yeah, they have my mortgage. And, and yeah. I, I trust them. Exists like banking fraud it's, exists. Yes, right, it, it happens. Does. It credit card, uh, credit card fraud. Credit cards all even the time. More credit cards frequently. are less secure. Like yeah. you can pretty much fill in. Like as long as it, you have somebody's address well, or something. All you, but, yeah, all you really yeah. need to start is a is a card number, and it's so easy to build a scanner that you can hook up to like a gas pump. Right. I heard that there is. Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars of bank fraud per day in the per United day. States. Yeah, I, I believe do. that. I believe that. That's actually not difficult to understand mm-hmm. or believe at all. My mom. So my mom works for a bank, you know, mm-hmm. and she has worked for them for a long time since we were in high school. So it's it's been over. It's been about ten years, over ten years now since okay. she's worked there. And recently, the most popular thing that makes me it makes me so sad. Like there's this there's this very common fraud setup where f- people who want to commit fraud will find some unsuspecting older, usually it's like a grandma, somebody's mm-hmm. grandma. Mm-hmm. They call them, they figure out their phone number. They All they have to do is That's find easy. that, that yeah. person's phone number, call them and say, grandma, this is your grandson. They don't even have to know the kid's name. Yeah. They just say, it's your grandson. I'm in jail and I need help. Mm-hmm. That's all they do. Yeah, and then immediately every grandma in America is like, so at least three out of four of them are like, "How do I help my grandpa, right. grandson?" Yeah. Yeah. Classic how social do I engineering. Do yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And all you have to do is vaguely sound like a young guy and just mm-hmm. pretend like you know them. Right. Then the grandma drives to the bank, you know, and then my mom or some employee of hers, you know, welcomes them. Hey, how can I help you? And they're like, well, my grandson is in jail and they need me to send them money. Mm-hmm. And immediately that's a red flag for anybody that works in a bank now. Ding, ding, that's, ding. A, that's a big red flag. But the, yeah. what makes it really sad is that like, she's told me that so often the, the person that comes in, the grandma or grand grandfather or whoever comes and goes, no, no, my grandson wouldn't do that. My grandson would never do anything. And then they have to be like, well, it's not your grandson. Yeah, like, it's, not your grandson. like it's, it's a, it's, it's somebody trying to, to commit fraud. Like yeah. they're trying to scam you. Do they call them on a number that you know them by? Yeah. You know, that's what they try that's to what do. I was ask. Yeah. But even still, sometimes they're like, nope, I know my grandson. They would never do anything like that. And then it's like, you have to, Especially dealing they can't with deny old her people. Service. Yeah, yeah. They if she insists and be like, no, that's not. I'm not going to call him. They yeah, still then, have to let her. Yeah, because then what if they like write a review? We live in capitalist America, right. where like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, the customers always right. Apparently, yeah. we talked about that with the hospital system. Yeah, with oh, Erica. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. it was like um the problem was they weren't allowing um where they cert they they weren't allowing visitors at one point and then they yeah. started letting visitors uh again because they were worried about customer satisfaction right right yeah. because that matters for mm-hmm. a, for a fucking hospital. hospital yeah yeah a place that like a lot of people go because like their arm was chopped off and right. they're going to die. Right. <laughs> but like, Man. I want to go to that in hospital. Florida more specifically. <laughs> yeah. My, my arm got bitten off, bitten off by, by an alligator. Which is fucking hilarious because it you happens. and I graduated with a guy. The we guy, yeah. we have the, uh, the same graduating class as yeah. a guy mm-hmm. who got his arm bitten off at the elbow by an alligator. It was to be more specific. Well, it was up yeah. to his elbow. Was it, was it? It was up to his elbow oh, okay. because I saw him. Ooh. I met him. I like well, maybe, not met so, him. I so, saw him afterwards. So let's think this through. Alligator comes, does a little chomp, chomp on your hand. Yeah. When you, by the time you get to the hospital, where are they gonna, where are they gonna do the chopping, man, the cauterizing? It's not. It's. uh, I feel like it's got to be easier to take it off above the elbow, because you know what I mean. Like a joint, there's after that point, there's no point in keeping the joint, the elbow joint. Why bother? Yeah, I think cut it off right will, above. Yeah, maybe they'll do it like just give me a nut. Right above also, thinking about like when it happened, you have to plug that shit up, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to put a tourniquet on it. You got to stop the bleeding. Yeah, yeah. before you the know, ambulance I, even gets there. I don't know what his situation was. Like, I know where he was because he was out. Off he was of, not where he was supposed to be. I'll yeah, tell you that it's where the uh, alligators are. Yeah, exactly. That's the <laughs> thing. Everywhere like, in Florida, that's though. the stupidity yeah. of this Florida man that we know. Is Ladies that, and gentlemen, like, don't go. Um, Diving and swimming and he went swimming uh, random canals in a canal yeah. where and they near, know near very near the Everglades. Pretty much all, like in the Everglades. Any really, canal, yeah, it was kind of like you should in just the not swim in. Yeah, because almost all of them have a alligator somewhere and in the pools. On top of it, he was swimming there at dusk, which is the first time of the <laughs> sunlight hours that alligators are active. Alligators come to life at dusk. Smart, smart in that area. At well, least. if you're going gator hunting. It's perfect. He was just hoping he could wrestle one to the. It just reminds death. me of that that clip. Uh, I forget what Bill Nye did it for, but there's this Bill Nye go. There's this clip of Bill Nye where he just goes like, "It's so fucking stupid." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Have you and then he like walks away. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen the um, the clip where uh, it's a bunch of like thirsty girls in an elevator like posing, and then Bill Nye and walks all in. Of a sudden, randomly, no. Bill Nye walks into the. Yeah, you should look it up. Look at that. Really? Yeah, 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 it's so Bill funny. Bill Nye walks into the elevator, and they're all like, "Oh shit!" Because they're Nye. all like shaking their ass or something. This <laughs> yeah, girl's like, like filming the reflection yeah. in the door. Yeah, and they're like shaking their ass, and the door opens up, and they're like, "Oh!" And then Bill Nye walks in, and he's like, "Hello, everybody." Yeah, he's very, Hi. he's very like timid and awkward. Yeah, we're in a bow tie like always. Literally, he walked into Las Vegas. I don't doubt that at all. I literally was about to say he walked into somewhere like an elevator in Las Vegas because that's that's what happens in in Las Vegas elevators. Girls are dancing in the mirror. There you go, yeah. All right. So thanks thanks both of you guys for joining me today. I'm so glad I could have you guys on the podcast. It's great. Um, What is your podcast name? Here's what I wanted to ask you. It's called I Never Pull Out. Um, oh, great. Right <laughs> up my alley. No. So. Yeah, you're watching. Yeah, yeah I'm watching it. <laughs> you're, you're, this is a really low quality. The Wi-Fi at the Lucky Duck is terrible. How did you even manage to find that bad of a quality video? I don't know. That's it's definitely the one I thought of, and though. he's like, oh, and he, not to mention, he's in, like, the very stereotypical Bill Nye outfit. Oh, yeah, he's wearing a red he's suit and a bow tie. He's got a red velvet suit with a bow tie on. Yeah. Like, 
good. Thank Boo, God. Yeah. yeah. They're all disqualified. They're all, they immediately yeah. stop the as door soon as they see them. Like, He's oh. like, oh, hey, I'm just, yep. He's like, uh, hello, lobby. ladies. Thank God for Bill Nye. I like his Can awkward hand at the end. Like, give a moment yeah. to appreciate how great Bill Nye has Bill Nye. influenced the youth of America. You know what's crazy? I went to the, science. the library the other day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to start <laughs> with. That's crazy <laughs> itself, of itself. Um, oh, and crazy. I was passing the movie area. Mm-hmm. At, well, I was actually looking for a movie, but I was passing the like educational section of the yeah. movie area, and there were Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. Like, I think there were DVDs, but okay. like, videos there. That's awesome. I, was, I just thought it was crazy that it's still, like, he still has that domain. I was going to say. still watch it. Children in schools are, you'll be happy to know, are still watching Bill Nye. Wow. Great. And not not it, in the way that we did. And you're but, upset because you could only rent two of yes. the videos at the, ta- at the same time. <laughs> right. Bro, yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I had one. this old, I bought this external hard drive in, like, 2009, and it was a one terabyte optical drive. And I was so fucking stoked Ooh, about fancy. it because it was like, yeah, because it one terabyte in 2009 yeah. was a big deal. It was insane. But it was, it, it was all the world's memory. Right. Yeah. But yeah. now I have a one terabyte SSD, you know, thumb drive. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just requires, it's not a thumb drive per se, It's it, but it is one of those really small digital SSDs. Yeah, it's an yeah. SSD. Exactly. So it's really small, really thin one terabyte you know it just requires a usb mm-hmm. but this uh this drive i at one point had the entire bill nye the science guy collection yeah i had you get that every episode plus now what's that isn't it disney plus has his entire library if it of is it? i'm about to be so excited. i know ne- it was it netflix i think it was netflix that did the newer episodes they were like, yeah. it was for like science for adults or something like that yeah i can't remember it what was, they named it and it was interesting you don't you don't remember that it was okay. It was okay. I mean, like honestly, the but, the charm and the goofiness and the quirkiness of Bill Nye, and how cheesy it was, was perfect for the young adult uh, audience, the yeah. young audience that it was aimed at. Yeah, it's Bill Nye. This Bill Nye. It's just Bill Nye's science guy. Oh, well, okay. you know what? God bless that it was guy. In 2017. We need him even more than ever. We could always use. Yeah, Yeah, because we always we need scientists. Can we We just say Bill Nye twenty twenty four? Can we just prop that that up? (laughs) How about like Bill Nye and I don't know uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Bill Nye was wrong about GMOs. He was. So I don't know if I can support him. Well, okay, but hold on, let's talk about that because I remember the episode of that new show that came out where he had somebody from Monsanto, and for a long time he was very very anti Monsanto. And then they invited him there, and he was like, he was, at least it seemed transparent. He said, they're not paying me, but now that I've been out there, I understand what Monsanto is doing, and I support them. From the standpoint of they're doing good science, Mm. they're trying to make crops better, not the world worse. They're not trying to fuck over the world. Honestly, I respect and admire the fact that you can be so strongly for something and then years later do an 180. Mm-hmm. And that, that just demonstrates to me that you have a open mind. Um, and that's what science is all about, is oh, having a curious open mind and being able to be wrong. There's, yeah. no, there's no pride in defending an outdated point of view. Yes. yes. There's no yes. pride to be had. Things change. You know? 
Yeah. Like there are so many, if you look back at the history of science, Mm -hmm. like I took a class on that in college, history of science. Like there are so many instances where these huge theories were debunked. Right. Mm -hmm. And they said, actually, this is how it is. And you have to accept it. Well, and it's what we knew with the current technology. Yes. And look at the people who were ahead of the curve, you know, all the time. Look at the people who were... Who were once considered on the fringe of science. Yeah. Now are... Galileo. Galileo, uh, exactly. Darwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People yeah. weren't ready to necessarily accept the truth that they were professing, even though we know now we've verified it over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. We've verified these things to science be, is, to be science, true. A lot of people nowadays... Science is under scrutiny con- constantly, but I think yeah. in the current climate, it's more so than ever, and... I think we need to remind people that science is the best thing we have. Right. Well, because the idea... Right or wrong, proven or unfactual, science is still the best thing that we have to measure truth, right? Right. Yeah, if we... This is the frustrating part about all of the dissent and skepticism that some people in the world have against science. Like... Like when you understand, like when you hear somebody try to claim that the moon landing was fake. Like I grew up, when I was growing up, like I was a really big astro science nerd. I was like, that was my first passion was like the planets. Mm -hmm. I could name all the planets when I was like five years old because Mm -hmm. that's what really interested me. Like I was the kid that wanted to go to space camp because that was what interested me. That was my first real passion. And it's always stuck around. Like I, I, I love keeping up with that that realm of information you know the other day i got to school that's one thing nice about being in florida the other day i showed up to school i i get to school at like 7 30 in the morning usually my my drive takes me east and i park my car faces east so right as i park i'm like looking out the back in my spot i'm looking out the windshield and i see like two teachers walk out of the building i'm like that's weird like why are people leaving at this hour of the day get out of my truck and it's people i knew and they're like there's a rocket. It's going off like right now. I'm yeah. like, perfect timing. Nice. Yeah. So like yeah. I, I just sit, I just like jumped in the back of my truck, sit there and look at it. And sure as shit, a SpaceX rocket is, is yeah going up into space right from then. From where? From, uh, from Kennedy. Yeah. From Kennedy, Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. 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 If you look it up, it, Elon and mm-hmm. SpaceX just mm-hmm. sent another one up. And it's like, it was actually really cool because uh, the booster that they used, one of the boosters was on its fourth run. This was their fourth. Oh wow, that's cool. Their fourth launch with the same booster, and I assume it was still landed. Yep, we're yeah, talking about this successful. now. We're like fourth run in the f- in like in twenty know, right? thirty years. It's like that's nothing, <laughs> I, man. I, yeah. I, want, I wonder yeah. how shit um, lands and takes off a hundred times. How many times <laughs> we'll actually be able to use them? I don't know. Well, he, ta- mean, he talks a bit about that because yeah. they're yeah. actually using them right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're not just they're not just tests. No, they're, no, they're sending, sending missions. Yeah, sending satellites. Yeah, it was cool. Like. So if you remember a couple, I mean, so the mission just ended. They just, the two guys that they sent up, SpaceX got the commission to send up two astronauts. Mm -hmm. So NASA astronauts flew on SpaceX rocket for the first time. Uh, SpaceX, yeah. They docked with the ISS for the first time as a private corporation, which I think is great. I think it's awesome. Absolutely. When when your when your government doesn't provide enough funding well, to send people into space or yeah, doesn't and it wasn't give even the that. well not that but, but doesn't give the initiative to do yeah. so. Yeah. Well, we Let have the private sector now. do its thing. Let them 
let them collaborate mm -hmm. with the best minds in the industry, which yeah. NASA has, right? Inarguably, mm -hmm. um, let them figure shit out and collab and do it's not, really great things. Yeah, it's not like SpaceX went behind their backs or anything. It was a SpaceX NASA collaboration. Yes, a collaborative yeah. effort. Mm -hmm. You know, so so yeah, seeing seeing American astronauts go up to space. Be you know, so if you follow space science and all that stuff, you'll you'll know that for the last decade plus the preferred method for sending American astronauts to space is Ukraine or I'm um, sorry, Russia, Ukraine, Russia. Right? Uh, well, Russia technically. Yes. But yeah. I think where they go up is in Kazakhstan or mm, Ukraine like or something like that. Yeah, Russia. So it's cosmonaut program. They send them up in these uh, these rockets that are not developed by us, but they send our people up yeah. because it's cheaper. Yeah. It's cheaper to just pay the Russian government to send our astronauts up than it is to develop our own program. But now Elon has stepped in and said, hey, I can do it for cheaper. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like you, you always hear that quote. I, I don't know if it was Neil Armstrong or Buzz or – um, I forget the other guy's name, Michael something from the first like Apollo missions, mm -hmm. you know, like there was a little bit of hesitation about the early Apollo days because those guys were going up on rockets that were built by the lowest bidder. You know, we, we, we tend to forget that, that the space program and government agencies are typically those contracts are given to the lowest bidder. A lot of times, like, yeah. We don't pay... Reputable bidder. Yeah, right. yeah. When you get bids, say yeah. you get three bids, Boeing, Lockheed, yeah. or But the other thing, SpaceX a, lot, a lot of times that happens is they'll be the lowest bidder, and it'll end up costing twice as much, and the government oh, yes. still pays for that, it. Well, but the, Always. And yeah, that, but that's the, the case is, in any any negotiation is yeah. they'll, they'll be the lowest bidder, but yeah. what happens after the initial person is, and, is, is picked, they negotiate further. Yeah, and right. you yeah. know a tricky thing that they do is they will purposely build software or hardware mm -hmm. so that it would be extremely expensive for the government the next time they have to bid on a contract to yep. switch to another yeah. contractor. Yeah. Right. And another thing they do is they will develop uh, software as like R and D that mm -hmm. helps for that program. So right. then the government has to buy Flip that, the bill. So, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very bureaucratic and it's very, uh, it's too convoluted. Yeah. It's, it's too complicated, and it's that's how you come up with things like the F thirty five. You know, the F thirty five jet was that cost a trillion dollars. Oh my god, it yeah. cost so much fucking money. Yeah, and we paid for it. It was taxpayer yeah. money. Yep. You know, but we we pay we buy into this military industrial complex. We 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 need it gladly. to keep us safe because the flag is uh, immortal. You know what? Yeah, yeah. You when you know obviously inflation needs to be accounted for here, but when. Imagine JFK Sorry. decided we you're good. You, you, no, you first. When uh when JFK decided we wanted to go to the moon, it was like it was like a matter of pennies. It was a matter of pennies per year as far as how many how much money Americans were charged additional, like added on, you know. Your taxes only went up by a couple of pennies. Right. And that tripled the funding or quadrupled the funding of NASA. You know, when he established NASA and then started increasing funding for them, we went to the moon only at really in the in the grand scheme of life. We only went to the moon a handful of years after the Wright brothers flew in 1903 for the first time. The, the, the span of time between the first flight ever to going to the fucking moon. Like when we were in when we were in high school, the TI eighty four calculator, the Texas Instruments yeah. TI eighty four yeah. right. standard fare calculator for anybody that took calculus or if you took yep. uh, 
advanced trigonometry or anything like that. Like you had use. to use yeah, that or the TI-89, right? Yeah, so cost, I was an engineering major for like a while. 150 bucks or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, you had to buy that fucking calculator. <laughs> yeah, my parents were that so calculator was more intelligent than the rocket that yeah. flew to the it, fucking I've moon. I've people yeah. put Skyrim on those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. You can play Mario Kart on a calculator <laughs> right. because it's more complicated than the rocket yeah, that the took us to the moon for the first time. Pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We did so much with so little. And, and and Americans nowadays don't always appreciate the amount of technology that they use every day. Like, there is so much technology that we use yeah. on a daily basis that was created because we needed to get to the moon or we needed to uh, orbit the power Earth. Tools, right? Power tools, right? Power tools, yeah. Power tools were created. Batteries. Uh, right. Yeah. Battery packs. Um, what else? Cellular antenna devices. GPS. Hmm. Um, for the most part, um, uh, Doppler radar systems were developed stuff, by a woman a long time ago. Right, a lot of stuff developed for the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what like you're saying, so what you're is saying is, um, the Cold War essentially launched us into a, a era of innovation and technology um, unparalleled to anything before it. Necessarily, yes. Until Elon Musk came. Into so the yeah. Well, that's what that's that was the thing I was going to bring up is yeah. like. What do we have currently in our society that is that is propagating the amount of innovation China. that was? <laughs> yeah, honestly, China. we should use China as a motivating factor. I'm, I'm I'm just saying, like we we thank God we have people like Elon Musk who are willing to um, put everything on the line and yes, and for the for the sake of innovation and to. Yeah, saving I, I think, our planet and yeah. moving moving America, you know. Elon gets so much shit for some needle. of the stuff he does because people view it as being self interested because he's a billionaire, you know. Yeah. But but he nobody asked him to help and Flint, who cares Michigan. Self interest. Nobody nobody asked him to help Flint, and right. he did anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody asked him to help with sending respirators to New York City when we needed them for COVID. Nobody asked no, him to go to be fair, fight like, at, in, in, in front of Washington to warn us about the dangers of AI. Or, right, but he still is. Or to send uh, whatever he did scuba shit to those kids who were yeah. stuck in the Thailand or in, in uh, Thailand in a cave. Yeah. Right? Nobody asked him to send a fucking Model S into space. But he did anyways. Yeah. Because he fucking wanted to. But do you know? <laughs> Sheer will. Yeah. To answer, I think to answer your question is like usually we don't do things until we have to. Yeah, unfortunately, like in the yeah. U.S. with like, I mean, I think we started preparing for COVID like when we knew it was kind of a big deal, but people didn't get serious about it until the infections and death rate went up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now there's not really a lot. Uh, like Elon's probably an exception, and his companies are probably an exception. But yeah. I think what will be the next thing is probably the effects of climate change I think when so it gets too. so bad that that people are dying yeah uh, i mean people are from the fires right for sure people yeah. are dying well it's gonna get worse yeah. though because yeah. as shortages the, water shortages yeah and you know the the it's fucking terrifying like uh, so we've been over it before several times and by now in this episode i live in florida you know and florida this below is below sea level Oh, yeah, Florida. Right. Well, Florida is at sea level. In I, some places, they're below. Yeah, that, right? you know, you got to be very the present. Keys. You got to be very omnipresent of your floodage 
like they they make no matter where you are in florida they make like flood maps and they tell Mm. you like hey if the water level increases this much this is going to be underwater you're required to get insurance in some uh areas right so i'm I'm very fortunate like where my house is particularly is i'm like a solid like 15 to 20 feet above (laughs) sea level so like i'm good you know i'm lucky so i get a tax break i get a not a tax break but an insurance break i guess yeah insurance i get a break (laughs) <laughs> you know, because of because of happenstance, I happen to be above the flood uh, risk. But you're so. But you. But you. Sorry. To, um, you're fine. You're in the hurricane insurance. Oh yeah, I get hurricane. I have yeah. hurricane insurance as well. That's but like pretty expensive. So when I when well, I compared my my insurance for a single family home in yeah. outside of Denver, it was about half the amount that my dad pays in in, yeah. in Florida. Well, because we have risks, you yeah. know, you don't have risks. the same risks. Yeah. yeah. So in insurance, you mean or tax yeah. insurance? Insurance. Okay. Well, insurance, and yeah. the nice thing is the way that it's budgeted. Taxes, you, yeah. you pay money into unless you're a weirdo and you like to do it on your own. You pay money into escrow, and you know the escrow holds your money all year mm-hmm. with your mortgage payment, and then it pays your taxes and it pays your insurance and all that stuff. So right. really, most people don't think about it, to be honest. But um, It's like your monthly payment. Yeah, it, yeah it's exactly. It's locked in with, with whatever you owe in your interest and principal. Yeah. And that's it. Exactly. Yeah. So You pay that one lump sum. Yeah, and then it makes it pretty mindless for most people. But um, yeah, and then the nice thing is, you know, like if a tree falls on my house and fucking ruins my house or it, or if I flood or whatever, you know, my dedu- my deductible is not actually that bad. You know, it's it, all things considered, I could do a lot of damage. A lot mm-hmm. of damage could be done to my house, but I'm not going to pay that much money. You know, I do pay more in insurance, but yeah. that's what you get for it. it happens, I also like, don't pay state income tax. Yeah. I don't pay tax rates like the rest of the country does. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you don't. It's, right. it's great. Like you in Texas and um, was it Nevada or There's a few of them? Uh, Connecticut Alaska. up to five hundred thousand doesn't. Yeah, but I think. Oh really? Yeah, really. Wow. It's only, but I mean, think about it. Uh, the amount of people that live in Connecticut but commute to New York and make <laughs> yeah. over five hundred thousand. That's true. They yeah, I think like my dad got pretty, pretty um, not, not dam like his house wasn't damaged by Irma by her. I remember, Irma, but but you guys like, had some damage. he had he had some damage on his roof. Um, yeah. and you know he was coming up on the. The, the the I don't know maybe he wasn't coming up but anyway he ended up getting a whole new roof you know and his yeah. insurance company sent him a check for it because yep. you know he had, that's what it's for yeah it's what it's for um, when you have a hurricane come through and some yeah you know we have it so good issues and, and some people don't always appreciate that like what we need a better system for everybody for sure but like insurance? the way that we are insured yeah at least it keeps us from in certain aspects anyways homeowners insurance insurance is a scam bro for for sure for kidding. sure but kidding. it's <laughs> no honestly. just dental insurance dental yeah insurance, bro right yeah. I'm, I, I went know. to the I went to the dentist after about three years of not going to the dentist, and they were like, "Hey, your teeth are in impeccable shape." Really? Yeah. I was like, well, "What are you funny? for?" You, you want me? You want me to drop a bomb for you? <laughs> okay. Guess when the last time I went to the dentist was? Because oh, so many God. years it's been. Jesus I'll, I'll give you. Well, you're it's, wait, it's a matter salary, of years. Do you so have dental never. insurance? Yeah, I oh, okay. only last Good. year started paying for it. Only last I didn't year. go to the okay. dentist. And now this year I still have dental insurance. So but. I'm going to say probably about seven years. Okay. I will say nothing about it until you, Chase You guesses. definitely didn't go during college. I know that for sure. So um, Because I, I didn't you either. you were like a sixth year senior. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to say 10 years. It's been, it's been at least 10 years since I've been to a dentist. Hell wow. yeah. Now I'll also tell you this. I have no tooth pain. 
Yeah. I have several fillings that I had done before then. I have no tooth pain though. Right. No sensitivity. But I, I floss. Mean, so I use fluoride. Right. I brush my teeth twice a day. And a some boy. people have really what the dentist has told me. Some people mm-hmm. have really good genes. Um, like For if you buy them out. from a I will also place. say, but uh, <laughs> I also know somebody who takes really good care of their teeth. Uh-huh doesn't have tooth pain and they recently went to the dentist and had to get a root canal damn yeah, yeah. Like, like see that shit scares me like yeah that. yeah but yeah. in like just like probably one of the best people i know like takes the best care of their teeth yeah. out of anyone i know now i will it's, say this it's really though, weird i have impeccably good luck i don't know why yeah. this is the thing i don't have good luck in the it's way that you would want me. it to be yeah i mean you know we went to the we went to the casino yesterday I was the first person to lose all their money. I lost all my money. Oh, yeah. I have two dollars left out of a hundred. I started with a hundred dollars, and I have two one dollar coins left because I lost all my money. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Like yeah, I, it's you look fun. at gambling, you have it to look at gambling. Like you have to lose at some point. Had. You're gonna pay money. <laughs> so. Yeah. The last time I gambled, I won like four hundred bucks in craps. Right. We we won a whole bunch of money playing craps. So over so, the. Over the course of your life. Over two uh, years, yeah, three years, still I'm up. still positive 300 bucks <laughs> right. as far as gambling is concerned. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. But way look at it. <laughs> it's no big deal. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. You you it. have to be willing to part ways with that money to be able to gamble. So Good, good advice for everybody. Honestly, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not lucky in that way. I never win money off scratch-offs. Never. Like, literally never. I've never won more than a dollar or maybe two dollars off scratch-offs. Mm-hmm. But... Pretty regularly, I arrive at restaurants right before they get busy. Hmm. I know that's a weird thing to say, but like, you're just are, an old man, so you I have a couple there, people like who can verify that. Yeah, you're always getting the early bird special. Yeah. No, not even that. Like, I just like the other day, Kylie and I went yeah. to uh, Moe's. We went to Moe's for lunch, and don't threaten me with a good time. I know, right? Sorry. <laughs> Ten minutes after we got there, like we got done yeah. ordering, we're sitting down, we're already eating our food. There's like seven people in line. Right. When we walked in, there was nobody in the restaurant. What time you know? was it? Uh, like noon, noonish, <laughs> like lunchtime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's an early yeah. dinner. That very. Scott <laughs> <laughs> goes to bed so at like old. 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> no, I go to bed at, go to bed at 4 p.m. Nice. <laughs> Wake up at uh, 2 a.m. Yeah. Scott was it's always the bad. first one to sleep at all of our parties, <laughs> and um, it never changed. <sighs> yeah. It never changes. You know... I have found, I have found and come to realize that I am perfectly happy being the first one to dip at a party. I'm, you know, every party, there's always that guy who goes home early. You know, there's that, the first, the first person that has to dip out. I'm perfectly happy being that guy because I got really good at making the Irish exit. Yeah. You know, you just kind of like say goodbye to one person and then you just leave. Or you don't even have to do that. You just leave. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it works best when you say bye to one person because then, you know, inevitably somebody goes like, is Scott still here? God? Is, oh, no, he's And then not. somebody goes, ah, uh, he left. He had to go home. And then you go, oh, all right, whatever. Yeah, you're like, he was really cool. My girlfriend is the exact same way. Aww. Nice. We are always the first person people, first people to go <laughs> to bed. I have met her. She, she seems like the one for you. I think so. I think so. I don't know. She's Kay, just, if you're yeah. listening to this, I I know I already said her name accidentally, but it's whatever. Okay. No, um, nobody's gonna know. 
Yeah, she's fine. What We've also know? had... She's got a veil of an- anonymity. I don't think we said <laughs> anything so thus far to get any of us canceled. Yeah. We're, oh, yeah. oh, man. Okay, let's talk about that. Because oh, we are no. all three white men. No matter how tan Miles looks, he is white. he's a white man. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. White, you're, a bit of a, you're a bit of a guinea, too, right? You yeah. guys are Italian, yeah, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What's your mom? Uh, she's Where's kind she of a mutt. She's Germanic. Lithuanian. Uh, Lithuanian. Oh, yeah. Polish a little bit. I don't think she's Germanic. Um, also has yeah. no, no, I don't think so. Oh, maybe maybe my dad's side yeah. is. Wait, a yeah. What, bit so of what's your dad's side? Uh, mostly Italian. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. our our um our grandma's from Sicily. Does your is your um, grandma like one of those like nonas like that has like a million recipes or were you guys close she, with her? We she really, died when we were pretty young. Yeah, we didn't uh, really get to know her. Yeah, um, but she was like pretty stereotypical. Like she had tons of wrinkles on mm-hmm. her face. You know what I mean? How old were you really guys when dark? she passed? If I may. Um, I want to say I was probably 12. So you would have been 10? 10, 10 yeah. maybe. No, maybe a little younger than that. Yeah, a little younger? Yeah, oh, probably. Okay. I, 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 it's I, enough to where yeah. we remember her, mm-hmm. at least for me. I remember yeah. her, but but not, not deeply. a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, was, she was very much... Um, she was very much like following the lead of her husband a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, um, in, in, that old culture, I think, um, you know, she, she was very much like taking, taking the lead of, of her husband, but I like, see. um, and, and really didn't help out a lot. Like a traditional mm. grandma, I think of American culture, um, My portrays half. is yeah. like coming over to like take care of the kids, you know, yeah. making a lot of dinners and stuff. I don't think we saw a lot of that. Okay. Um, where did they live? Where right next live? store to us. Oh really? Yeah. It was oh, like that's everybody right. I remember. Yeah. Raymond the little house. house. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cause I remember dude, yeah. high school days going out to the man cave in the back and <laughs> yeah. Knowing that your grandparents lived next door. Yeah, you know, it was it was kind of weird, and and for the longest time, like um, a lot of my memories were unfortunately without my grandma, and yeah. um, you know, it, it it it's a just a part of life. Um, yeah, and, I mean, I I lost my grandma, my mom's mom, when I was two. Yeah. So. Yeah, she. So my, our grandma, I think, I think a lot of the complications. So she died of a heart attack. I think was the um, condition. The final straw. Yeah, and I yeah. think um, it largely was due to the fact that she struggled as a child with i think it was scarlet fever oh wow um and okay. i think that when you it's either scarlet fever rheumatic or one of, rheumatic, yeah. rheumatic fever oh. so um hmm. when you and and now i think they have a lot of medicine to combat that but when when you were yeah. if you were younger and you got that um, it did a lot of damage to your heart. Yeah. I think um, it was they didn't have the antibiotics yes to fight it. now right? Yeah. yeah. So then you would just like you couldn't stop the the sickness. Like Isn't you would that just one get the, sick That's one of the great better. tragedies of our, you know, of, of any generation, I'm sure. You could listen to this in 100 years and you go like, wow, I can't believe those people dealt with cancer. Like, yeah. yeah. Cancer is going to be. <laughs> or HIV. You know what I mean? So like, co- I just saw COVID is now the third leading cause of death in the United States. Wow. The first one is heart it's, disease. Yeah, I was going to say, still got to be heart disease yep. and then probably Second. Lung. Second is cancer. Cancer. Well, cancer okay. in general. That's vague. Yeah. 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 I mean, it covers all of cases cancers, of cancer. Yeah. yeah. Cancer is pretty nuanced. You know, I, I, I've read that thing. one in four, one in four Americans will suffer from a chronic illness at some point in their lives. Yeah. How fucked is it. that? We it's don't have that healthy human. dove diets to me. I don't think it's, it's not part of being human, man. I'll, I'll tell you. 
or it's part of being an American human. I guess. I mean, unfortunately, if, I mean, I think, I think it's, uh, well, when you get older, a lot of things happen with your yeah. body. It's just your immune system can't keep up. It's kind of like the, um, the instance oh. with like, um, I think it's like shellfish or lobster. Mm-hmm. Lobsters effectively have genes that, that allow them to live forever. Right. But they have to molt their shell, right? Right. So the amount of energy it takes to molt your shell, um, it just can't be replicated in later years of their right. existence. Right. Um, so if they cut that little piece out of their cycle, they would effectively be able to live forever. I think it's like essentially the same way. Is like yeah. for humans, um, and <laughs> we're talking about this and none of us have any kind of degree to we got bro signs on our side bro i have a biology minor actually (laughs) wow miles is really a bio minor i have a bio minor what did that entail math minor like bio one bio two and he was trying one bio two genetics that was his chemistry one chemistry two organic so you have legit chem okay yeah Yeah. not that not the physically chem well yeah i was gonna say i took chem for engineers because i was an engineering (laughs) student so i took i took that but it was basically me and my buddies who took the class going like mm-hmm. what the fuck is this it was hard stuff yeah hard stuff yeah. that i don't regret taking okay it doesn't help me at all with my job but but still you i i, I think i, I have like, a good understanding of a lot of things yeah um yeah that like so like just common knowledge doesn't have the act of studying something difficult does make you better whether it's useful to your daily life or not, right? The act of doing something that is difficult is beneficial yeah. always. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think also just um, it's not it's not necessarily about what you learn in terms of being able to recall facts or sure. things or equations or whatever. It's there's a bit of cognitive ability that's gained um, in studying some of these. Um, uh, some of these things that you get that you can apply to so many different things yeah. in life that you encounter yeah. down the road that is not about biology, but maybe it's about um, understanding, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, political science or. Yeah. Or, uh, it, it, yeah. I think we're coming up on this era where, where we're pretty soon we're going to realize for the large majority of people that, and I think we already, for a lot of people, we've already kind of figured it out. Like you and I, the three of us, I think we've pretty well figured it out that the ability to learn, the just the ability to learn anything difficult is uh, proof that you are a useful member of society in some way, shape, or form. You know, it's it's not so much that you have gained the knowledge from one specific degree program or you know, a course work or whatever, you know, it's not about the fact that you graduated with this degree. It's the fact that you are capable of graduating with a degree right? in whatever. And I think that's why a lot of, a lot of professional degrees require recs Mm -hmm. that may have, may not really have anything to do with, um, or like it's not heavily used in that field, but because they want to, they want that, what you're, what you're talking about. Right. You know your ability to overcome um, problem solving. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think that's a big part of just college for sure. Degree. I mean, it's not about for learning sure. about s- specific thing. It's it's about the ability to do it. 
Yeah, I know. Just I, do it. You know, <laughs> my girlfriend is like, my girlfriend's a lawyer, right? So my girlfriend yeah. went to law, law school. That's what that means. She graduated <laughs> from law school. She passed the bar. Mm-hmm. And she's a lawyer. But in order to get into law school, you don't necessarily need any one degree. She has a legal studies degree because she wanted to go to law school. But like you can, I knew, I knew other people who went to music school and then went to law school. Yeah. I know people who went to yeah. school for business and then went to law school. You, you know? have to take the LSAT. I think that's what it's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. That's like an. Uh, I, I mean, I have a a graphic design degree. If I went to right. take the LSAT today, and I'm not saying I would, but if I like aced it, I could get into a law law school. Right. It doesn't matter. It's what not you, so much. It's yeah. not about what your background knowledge. It's yeah. about your ability to process information and logically mm-hmm. reason your way through situations. Yeah. That's why they 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 say like when when you're going through college and you're unsure what you want to do, you know, they they a lot of advice I think that should be given or maybe is already given is like don't sweat about what you learn about. Right. Just learn. Pick something learn that maybe you're interested in and, yeah. and 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 pursue that. And then if okay. by the end that of of your four years you're not interested in getting deeper into that career, find something else and. As long as you have a degree, sure, most people will pick you up, and you're smart and you're intuitive, and um, you can actually uh, uh, be social <laughs> during yeah. an interview. I, th- I, th- I mean, you did the same thing, kind of as me. Like you did engineering first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and do you regret taking the engineering Not courses? Not at all. Right. Not at all, because y- you take those courses and like you see those those people that are going to last. Also, one funny thing is, like, in the beginning of engineering, you take this course at, uh, at UCF. You take a course called ENG 1001 is the course code or whatever. It's, like, yeah. as basic as it gets. And one of the first days of that class, you know, you're it's, an, it's August of your freshman year of engineering school. You're at a big university in this big 400-person hall. And they go, look to your right. Now look to your left. Classic. Yeah. Only one of the three of you will graduate with an engineering degree. Right. One out of every three students who starts in engineering graduates with engineering at that school. And it was funny because I was with two friends of mine. And of those three friends, of me, my, my two friends and I, of the three of us, only one of us graduated with an engineering degree. They were, yeah. abs- they yeah. were absolutely and some right. people will look at that and be like, How, what a pessimistic view right. that is. No, but or, it's realistic. But, but, it's but, realistic. Yeah. It's not because you can't yeah. do it. So like no yeah. one should go into it thinking like I can't do this. It's because like you get you go into another interest right. or your life yeah. changes and so, like you just exactly want to do something for else. Me. And right. it's what happened for you, you right. know. We got to that point. I was in, you know, I was in uh Diffie Q and I was in Calc 1 and or maybe I was in Calc 1 looking at Diffie Q next What's next that? semester Diffie and I'm looking Q. at all that shit and I'm just equipment. like oh, okay. I'm just like I'm looking at all of those courses and I'm like I I don't think I want yeah, to do that. I thought that too. Actually, what I thought I is I don't want to go to school for my eight more years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really, really? Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, that's such a tough degree to get, you yeah. know, I, I just didn't have passion in it. So yeah, Here's I, what mean, I, I wanted to ask you guys though, like what is the, what is the thing that has nothing to do with your career, but that interests you the most? What is it? It doesn't have to do with what you do for a job, for money. Nobody pays you to be interested in it, but it really interests you. I think sleeping. 
<laughs> Drugs? <Yeah>. Drinking. <laughs> I really like no. drinking and hanging out with my cats. <laughs> <laughs> um, I you know I like I like working with my hands a lot. Um, yeah. you know building building the bar this bar and and, and basement, I which think. is beautiful by the way. Oh, thank you. You know, um, you're, you're going to get one camera shot of this whole bar. <laughs> but let me tell you that the details are phenomenal. For a guy that just has a house that had a, <laughs> that happened to have a, a basement and happened to decide to want to do a, a podcast, you did a really good job. Uh, you, you really did. Thanks. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think um, working with your hands, um, I want to encourage a lot of people to pursue, like, trade careers like plumbing and um and woodworking is a different thing but like you don't have to go sit in an office and crunch numbers or um engineer or or design things to be successful or happy it can just be as simple as um being a plumber or being an electrician or being um, somebody that lays concrete. I mean, those are very well-paid jobs, Mm -hmm. I think. uh, And a lot of people find passion on being on site and working with their hands. Um, And it's also more encouraging. Third time is a charm. A job that won't be affected by the ever-changing landscape of AI. Yeah. Um, there's not going to be a robot or something that comes down here to uh, solder, cotter pipe to um, build a basement um, yeah. Uh, yeah. A plumbing system for your yeah. bathroom. Um, and so nuanced. So, but um, I think to going back to your question, um, you know, I, I like I like business proposals. I think those mm. are pretty interesting. That's I, your job, though. It's my job, but I mean, I, like I, I enjoy what I do. Um, to be fair, though, I mean, because you started in a graphic design background, you mm-hmm. didn't go to school to be a businessman. You went to school no, to be I, a graphic I'm, designer. And I, I don't think I am now. I think uh, I'm first and foremost, like you said, a, a designer. And I give uh, aesthetic to the proposal in, in the same way that Cole, who was on the podcast uh, episode before this one, he, a lot of his job right now at Amblin is creating um, creative decks for pitches. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's there's a lot of uh, money in that, and there's a lot of, uh, I, I think, um, opportunity to grow from that because you mm-hmm. become so connected and network with people in that whole um, environment. You know, you're constantly in front of people making big decisions, right? Um, because you're the one that created the, the the pitch. So you have the people that are backing financially the pitch, the yeah. people that are putting together the pitch, and people who are connecting everybody together for that pitch. Um, and I think there's a lot, there's a lot of I call it fun that can happen in between mm-hmm. that that occurs. So um, no, I I enjoyed that part of my career and and the hands on part of it i find it interesting that it's a weird like dichotomy almost because you also side note just because i think it's absolutely hilarious i remember at one point in high school chase and i were talking about apple products and he was like (laughs) 
He's like, dude, they're just over, they're just over-engineered, overpriced. <laughs> you waste of money. I still believe that they're overpriced. True, and and to be yeah. fair, now as like competent adults, we can we can honestly say like, yeah, you pay, yeah. you're paying for an Apple logo on yeah. your stuff. I maxed out. But they're good products. I maxed out a Mac Pro, the current one that's on the market. Is uh, you can max it out. I think it's like fifty two thousand. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, for all the shit. Mm. But so you went into a field. Like you have a very uh, design, I I find to be you know it's a creative job. You're mm-hmm. creating things. You have parameters and you have guidelines and you have like things that you let mold the route that you're going to take to design something. But you have a creative job that you have found a passion in the very like orderly structured nuance of the job. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah, there, you, yeah, there, you've 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 found you've found a creative outlet and found passion in the orderly professional side of it, right? Yeah, it, it's it's weird because um, there's there's the artistic, um, I guess, uh, very generalized idea of like what an artist does, mm-hmm. and then there's like the actual job that an artist can do that actually makes money, which is like. Going to investors yep. and pitching an idea, getting funding. Like, yeah, we're all big boys. We live in a capitalist environment. This is what it's like being a designer or an artist in, yeah. in the business world. And I can it's, empathize. It's coming to somebody with an idea, um, making it look good mm-hmm. aesthetically, Marketable. selling that idea. Right. Um, and you can't, nowadays, you can't sell an idea without making it look flashy mm-hmm. um especially in the capitalist world i mean yeah. th- think about how, how much money goes into selling an iphone it's literally just a black block of blob yeah they make it as simple as they can but they it's... but the, every year they tinker it and make it look so sexy with mm-hmm. all the little slow form gradient um commercials and slowly turning the lights flashing in such a small way and my favorite part is that it's always the best <laughs> iphone yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, it and and so Always. um right. so being a part of the team that uh essentially creates the illusion of mm-hmm. success and selling a product I think is fascinating to me. Um and um I think there's longevity in that in that part of my career. So um, For sure. I, and and being being happy to wake up and go do that every day and I'm 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 happy to I'm proud and and I feel job security in that so it's good to be able to have something that you do every day that doesn't take away from your life you and i were talking about this yesterday yeah. you know how it, it, it how wonderful it is or maybe it was today days run together but <laughs> to be able to wake up in the morning and go do something that doesn't just take away from your life but it adds to it you know mm-hmm. you know the ability right, to yeah right now we could take such a simple idea mm-hmm. or such a uh, worthless commodity mm-hmm. package it up slap a, a fancy logo on it fancy packaging yeah and make it look like a million dollar idea and yeah. that's the beauty of like what like i can do or what pe- people in my industry can do is 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 put a slack of paint over something and make right. it look a lot fancier than it is um you know it may seem a little sketchy or seedy but it can be. It can be. Like I think that's depends. why people see it like that. Yeah, I think it depends on it depends on what what you're 
you're doing it for like if you're somebody who's trying to maliciously mislead somebody yeah what are your motives yeah or in con in in like a 180 that is like somebody who authentically believes in the product or the vision or the idea of what yeah. you're trying to paint a slack of uh creativeness over um you know it, it's all i guess subjective in yeah. that sense very Miles, subjective what about you yeah. We just went on that tangent. What was the original question? Because uh, like, I wanted to know what your, like, because everybody has, like, everybody a has a job. You know, yeah. everybody has to have a job pretty much. But what what is the thing that you're passionate about that isn't necessarily your job, but that gives you motivation, you know, that that, that drives you to do something else, to, to do anything, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I... I really like learning, but I don't like learning too much about something. Um, mm-hmm. And so, for and that's so then it becomes uh, difficult for me because I have a hard time sticking to one thing and right. liking it. Like I like science, I like technology, I like art, I like a lot of different things, right. and I like trying those things um, and getting to know about a little bit about those things, but not too much. And that's that's not a job, so. Right. When people say do something that you love uh, mm. because then it won't be a job, I don't believe in that for myself. I think right. that can be great for other people. But when you do, for me, when I do something 40 hours plus a week, every week for my entire life, um, it just can't be like good. Right. <laughs> that, that is a very dangerous statement to say to young people. Yeah, it is. It is very detrimental to some people. Yeah, because there's, you're not yeah. the only person in the world that feels like that. Listen, right. it is all, okay. All young people, work is still work. Yeah, right. And and no matter not, what you yeah. do for work, at some point it's going to become less of a passion. And it's right. become going to become work. Yeah, because whether I, you like it or not, I have I know people who bounce from job to job to job, who just make up excuses for why they don't like working there. But the underlying factor to their dissatisfaction is like, they just don't want to work. Yes. They don't want to, they don't want to put in the hard work that it takes to be successful. So I don't want to give the false illusion that any job or field that you get into that you think you're going to enjoy. And it's not going to be all roses and and, and sunshine. And you're not going to wake up every single day being like, this is the best day of my life. I I, am so excited to go to work. (laughs) Work. You may sometimes will always be work. Right. Yep. Um, It's all about what you make the day. Unless you uh, have a trust fund and you're a (laughs) photographer and you have to travel the world and you like doing that. I know. I, I, I know this guy. He's the son of the original bass player from ACDC. Nice. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh, that's right. You told yeah. me about this guy. He, this, knew, he got so the, the um the that sick ass guitar. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is he living in Marco? He used to live okay. in the Southwest Florida area. Okay. I don't remember where exactly they yeah. lived. Probably Naples. Yeah, probably, probably. If I had to guess, but so this kid, you know, he's the son of one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Yeah. He's got the kind of money where he doesn't have to have a job. Like he can do whatever he wants. So he was in the cars and he was in the trucks and he's in photography and he, yeah. you know, he lives some of the year in the Bahamas and he lives some of the year in Montana and he just kind of does whatever he wants because right. he's got that kind of money. He's got the freedom, you know, to do whatever he wants. So he doesn't do anything for a job. He doesn't need to make money. There's no need for income. Right. So, you know, yeah, and, he and, has that kind of life. Yeah. And and that's a, like, that's a great life. I think it's extremely rare. Most yeah, people will never, ever rare. have that. And yeah, the only the, reason you have that is because somebody else doesn't. 
or, right. or, or multiple people don't. Many people um, in this and, case. And, yeah. it, and it sucks to think about that. Or um, somebody did the work for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. His dad. His exactly. dad did a lot of yes. work. And whether it was work by the definition that you and I, the three of us, define work or not, you know, and that's a he lot was of a rock the, band, and that's a lot of the goals of your fathers or the forefathers of, of many yeah. generations. Is I will work and bust my ass so my uh, my kid my, doesn't have to. Yeah, my kid doesn't and, have and, to. And yeah. and, and, uh, and I'll, like to pay them back is that when you get old as the father, mm-hmm. the son or daughter takes care of you. Yeah, it could right? financially yeah. or yeah. yeah. Um, whatever and it it, I think it's I, like, I think that's an actual thing. Like it's a yeah. community thing where like as your offspring, they will take care of you when you're not able to do so. Well, cause if you've we all have that drive, you know, our moms took care of us, our dads took care of us, at least the three of us, you know, we had families that wanted to provide for us. And whether they need it or not, we want to be able to give back. Yeah. You know, we want to be able to repay the favor. Mm-hmm. If we can least. take that sentiment, that idea of the father working hard so his son doesn't have to, if we can apply that to large scale capitalist capitalistic economics, like yeah. if Amazon makes so much money, maybe they should have to pay back so we don't have to work as hard like right. like like if, yeah. if if silicon valley is doing so well and they're making they have a trillion dollar market cap shouldn't right. that benefit the americans in some kind of equal form you would think you yeah. know why why does jeff bezos need to be able to build an atomic clock inside of a mountain when there are homeless people yeah why why did jay-z and beyonce get to buy another ranch or another house or another whatever. Right. You know, when there are people that don't have anything, when like even the the vast the the vast mountain of wealth that some people have, you know, like mm-hmm. I make as a teacher, I make a a good means. Like it is not difficult for me to pay my mortgage and pay my bills. I don't struggle to do what I to to live my life. But there are people who have significantly less than I do who have to afford more than I do. And they have to figure out how to make it work. And I think that's that might be a little fucked up. Because, so fucked up. Yeah. Because, because if I were making a lot of money and I had to pay a lot more money in taxes, but I could see that there were people benefiting from my tax money, if I could look at there, if I could look at people and go, you know what, that guy can feed his family more. That guy can rely on the schools that his kids go to because of me. Yeah. If that guy doesn't have to stress, if that guy can just be a little happier, you know, and hug his kids a little more and be a little nicer and 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 invest more emotion, money, feelings, whatever into the world. If if that if that person has more to give back to the world because I have more to give. That's a win. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't support understand the home team. That's, support it's, yeah. the home team. We're it, all on the same side. Right. Yeah, and it, and that's like, a societal choice because yeah. not everyone thinks that way. Yeah, um, yeah. unfortunately. And, yeah, it's unfortunate, and I yeah. think that's where that what was it Dunbar whatever's number yeah comes Dunbar's back, number yeah, yeah where it's like 
we care about the people who are close to us and we'll yes. do anything for them yeah. or, or almost anything for them. But yep. then when it's like the one guy who lives in New York, I don't give a fuck about him. The more depressing yeah. part is like, Chase, how many of your neighbors do you know intimately? Uh, you know their names maybe? I know one yeah. or two. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know a couple people on my street, you know, and yeah. they're all relatively in the same boat that I am. Yeah. You know, so they don't rely on me. I don't rely on them for anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I taught at a pretty shitty school. I taught at a school in a really rough part of town where 100%, not an exaggeration, 100%, every single student at my school qualified for free lunch because their families made so little money yeah. that the government decided we ought to give you free food. Yeah. And the opportunities that those people had in front of them were not the same as the opportunities that I had. Mm -hmm. And my opportunities were complete happenstance. I happened to be born into a family that had opportunities. I happened to be from a a town where there are lots of opportunities. You know, I I didn't choose it. I didn't earn it. Nothing about my intelligence or skill or, uh, you, you know, yeah. Nothing it about fairness based on dictated your, the sex yeah. and the color of your skin, and that's right. a, that's I a really lucky. that's yeah. a really complex topic because yeah. you like if you compare any pretty much anyone in the U.S. I mean, putting homeless people aside, that's a pretty awful position to be in. Yeah. A lot of times, they don't have family or whatever. Um, but if you compare most people in the U.S., they are much better off than most of the rest of the world yeah yeah i think they said if you make over thirty thousand dollars a year that you're in the one percent of the world well yeah yeah i believe that and and like it's not hard to believe you, like you, you have to put that into perspective because some some uh like countries or some societies like their their means are just lower so like right. their things don't cost as much yeah, so right. that's okay yeah. but I think the large majority of the people are in poverty. Yeah. And well, people like, can't afford what It's like when you hear they... about the people that make Nike sh- Nike sneakers in China. Yeah. You know, or, or I'm I'm very iPhones, I'm being very generalizing right now, but yeah. I I heard about we generalize all the time on this podcast. Yeah. No <laughs> but you know what? That's because we have this weird perspective where we don't have to know the exact numbers, but yeah. but yeah, so so I heard that uh it's some number like you know, say I'm hypothesizing based on what I remember, but it was like the, the vague figures of the, of the, the story were that, you know, yeah, people in China are being paid $5 a day to make Nike sneakers, but the people that live in the same town as the Nike factory are only paid $2 a day, two American dollars a day. So while it might seem absurd to us that people making Nikes for us in America are only making $5 a day, they're actually making two and a half times as much money as the average citizen. Those people making $5 a day are the wealthy class of that area. They are actually more stimulated by economics right that's why when when counterparts when you see like the foxconn factories and they have the safety nets above the buildings because so many people jump off to kill themselves yeah a lot of americans they think to themselves why don't they just quit well that's their best option yeah like and like uh and this was similar to like when we were in south africa for mm -hmm. what they do there is people like people will leave their home villages yeah and move to a place and work there, work their ass off 
and and that's what it turns into overworked people who aren't yep. making enough money to even to pay for any kind of health care that, uh, that, that was good thanks <laughs> um, sorry i should mention sorry to cut you off i should mention we're drinking laws bourbon laws bourbon laws bourbon this, is? this Laz. is a this is a colorado like, don't forget to give Laz. Laz. The, the, no it's all right this, you this sure is good yeah, yeah no yeah. no Pour the sure rest just the yeah. end you can have the last um laws like the law like lawyer yeah laws yeah so laws distillery denver colorado um hand batched um bourbon and other whiskeys oh no we've been drinking we've been drinking so maybe a a final cheers last cheers what is this to uh Um, to hopefully uh the people of the world the people of the world and more specifically america prosperity that's that's our our local society uh, the poor people, the people who need help, the homeless, that they are helped. You know, the Miles, miles the, the miles. more you talked, the worse it got. The Miles, I know. <laughs> if you just said the people. to the people. To the people. To the people. <laughs> to the people. <laughs> it would have been fine. I know. To the people. Um, to the people who are less fortunate to have a podcast. To the people. Yes. Uh, to, to prosperity and equitable opportunities for all. Yeah. May here, you here. have the same opportunities as any of the rest of us. Here, here. Just three white guys wishing everybody else drinking expensive the best. whiskey. How the best? Are is we? it the best? No, it's in just Colorado, expensive. I think it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 I learned about this place. I was at Good. a. I was at a. <laughs> I was at a, a bar, and I I had heard that they have clout here, obviously, mm. and so I ordered some. I ordered a shot of this. Oh, they were okay. like, "Oh, um, it's gonna be twenty four bucks for a like, shot." Oh, oh, good, cool, 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 cool. Um, cool, cool. Totally. Tight, tight, tight. Here you go. I already drank this, um, so I bought a bottle at Total Wine, <laughs> which they just opened up their first location in Colorado. Nice, Total Wine. Last um, year, right? Yeah, last year. Yeah, so I bought a bottle there, and uh, and it's good stuff. I think it's probably one of my favorites. Say the title again, the name of the company. Um, La- Laws Distilling. Laws Distilling. L A S. L A A S. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. L A W S. L A W S. Laws. The uh, yeah, bottle Laws. is actually Laws. up here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Where is it? Yeah, at the very top, of the top. back bar. Left or right? Left. Yeah. That's good stuff. I mean. It's um oh yeah I see it's they do a lot uh, also a great company in on Colorado's Leopold Brothers Leopold Brothers they do a I lot know them. of um, different flavored uh, whiskeys and bourbons and stuff hmm. so big shouts out wow how far into this are we Holy I think how far did we go cow. three hours maybe <laughs> almost three hours yeah. <laughs> two hours and forty five minutes so we did good maybe we're gonna wrap it up we did good kids I think this is it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Scott, any uh, words of wisdom to our people of the internet? Um, If somebody offers you drugs, don't say no. Just take half. (laughs) Just take half. Okay. Miles, any words of wisdom wisdom. to uh, the people listening? No? Also, tip your waitresses and tell every (laughs) one of your family members that you love them. Tell them all that you love them. I love you guys. This podcast might come come out after the election. Yes. But go vote anyway. Yeah, that was going to be mine. (laughs) You stole mine. So So, I was going to say go vote. Interesting. Oh, man. Uh, We we love 
uh, people who are passionate about who they want in office. And um, we love the fact that we're able to voice our opinion. So go vote. Yeah, yeah, I hope you voted. I hope you voted. I hope you voted. I hope, I you hope voted. if you vote Republican, great. If, if you, you vote, vote Democrat, Democrat, great. Great. Whatever you want. Independent, you okay. If you didn't cool. vote, then fuck you. No. Just go vote. Voice your opinion, people. Thanks so much. I love doing that. Yeah. I love you guys. Thanks. Love you too. We love you people. Thank you so much. Take care. Until next time, we are at the Lucky Duck. Later. Goodbye. Goodbye.